This is our Mexican. Nice to meet you, lad. They call me fuck ass. How you doing, fuck ass? I'm Romeo. Booyakasha. Let us drop the morning cable on this Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. This is Ken Petrie, joined in the studio this evening by Dan Kirk. Shut the fuck up! Critter <laughs> Spears. I'm going to try my own boom shakalaka. <laughs> yeah. Just NBA Jam stuff. Get the NBA on. Jam stuff in there, yeah. You know, you were talking about that the other day with NBA Jam. Uh, there was an NFL game. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been one of the Maddens. NFL Blitz? Yeah, Blitz. I think mm. is the one you're thinking no, of. No, this one actually had voiceover bits from John Madden. Did Blitz? Oh, that? no, that was John Madden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Madden, yeah. But one of the lines that, that they kept throwing in, because it was a very small list of shit that they would put in there, was, I came up from that one looking out his ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that two and three times every time he tackled. I came up from that one looking out his ear hole. <laughs> fuck is wrong with his helmet design and then then you see the people moving all weird laura <laughs> <laughs> croft with scoliosis Ow. no tomb be rated <laughs> and tonight we do have a fourth voice in the studio our very <gasps> special guest dave troya hello hello welcome thank you thank yeah, you in the second half we're going to be doing a little bit of a little bit of an interview which is kind of new for the show because we can't interview for shit it's going to be intense yeah. You're going to get grilled, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Get ready for the fucking thunder. <laughs> but to be fair, Ken, we're actually not even really that good at this show. That's, that's true. <laughs> if you listen to us from early on mm-hmm. to where we are now, I think we're a lot better. Oh, sure. Where somebody is a new listener. By the way, if there are any new listeners out there, you know, welcome. But um, if you're getting the inkling, oh, I think I'm going to go back and listen to the earlier stuff. Don't go any earlier than upper 20s, lower 30s-ish. Don't do this bullshit. Oh, I want to go back to the roots. Now you don't want to go back to the fucking roots. (laughs) It's it's just enjoy. Start with there's a critter among us. Just check that out. That's a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good starting point to open up with. It'd be like, you know, if if there were time travel were a thing, you say, I want to go back in time. You want to go back to, I don't know, maybe colonial times or medieval (laughs) times or maybe even like the Roman Empire. You know, those I can understand arguments for that. You don't want to go back to when the earth was just one big fucked up volcanic wad of shit. There's nothing to see. <laughs> I think he had a good, uh, I was listening on the way here to last week's episode. He had a good uh, analogy of the first season of Seinfeld. You know, yeah. It's like one of those things you don't, you know, the concept was there. Yeah. You know, yeah. the humor was there, but it, it, it needed to grow <laughs> right, and expand right. into what so it So I thought that, became, that was, yeah. yeah, that was, that was perfect. <laughs> and I didn't go back and listen to the first. Good for you, because I haven't really either. (laughs) (laughs) I tried doing it just for the sake of uh, gathering some useful material. Yeah, Yeah, there there are times when I listen to the show and I cringe at stuff that I say. I'm like, why would you do that? What were you thinking? Exactly. Exactly. And when you hear that on a a later episode, you go back and you're like, holy fuck. How many was I, 13? (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then, and then you start realizing you need to expand your curse words more. You just rely on that fuck like it's just this crutch. You need to say some different words, buddy. Come on. Have some fun. <laughs> Go crazy. Try a little fuck variety. <laughs> Throw a cunt in there, all right? Just do it. <laughs> a son of a bitch. Shit. Piss. Son of a bitch. Piss. Yeah. Wait, piss is not us- utilized enough. We, we need to figure out how to put more piss in here. <laughs> oh, we got a call from Chad G, you know, Mr. Project Pat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to know, uh, and we've talked about this briefly, what we mm. consider a curse word. 
you know what I we, was just about to ask. Yeah, you know, a, a billable yeah. curse word. Right. And and Ken no. kind of at this point it's billable because each well, time you each say, time we say right. it, we charge okay. ourselves. Oh, you know what? Ken, go into that, and then we'll go into the rest of that. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll we'll get into some housekeeping first, and then we'll get into that uh, spiel. Yeah. We are going to cover that in a bit more detail. As far as how you can listen to the show, we have a couple of different options. iTunes, which, uh, by the way, if you're listening on iTunes, if you haven't done it yet, just go ahead and give us a five star review. Uh, even if you don't really like the show, do what we call an anger bang. You give us five stars, but then you shit on us anyway. That's then We're perfectly fine with that. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play. Uh, as far as getting in touch with this show, you can do so through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out the website, wympodcast.com. You can get in touch with us by email, podcastwim at gmail.com. Also, we have a couple of old world contact methods. Phone, you can leave us a voicemail. That's not really old world if it's going through Google, but <laughs> you have to yeah. you have to punch in numbers. So there's that nine eight five two six five seven seven two six. Leave us a voicemail. You can also send a shit. P.O. Box five eight nine six Slidell Louisiana seven zero four six nine. Send you shit. Do you send know what really sh- surprised me about the old world things? Mm-hmm. We're getting shit at those two things mm-hmm. more than we are like uh, reviews. You know, right? Right. We have. A few reviews, and, and and we love the reviews. We no, love reading we need them. The reviews. That's Absolutely. that's awesome. But we, if the more you review us, the more people can find out about us. The mm-hmm. more helps out. Yeah, it helps Absolutely. us out. And the amount of voicemails we're getting <gasps> is incredible. Magic. Yeah. And that's then awesome. and then mail. People are fucking sending a shit through the mailbox. Tangible mail and wow. not envelopes of anthrax powder either. We're talking. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would understand stuff. it if I that w- happened. I wouldn't totally be. You know, we had this coming sooner or later. It's like the sick free and Roy Tiger. I get it. That's kind of on me. <laughs> I, I enslaved a tiger for so long, I had to expect this at some point. Would that be common? It happens in every movie. <laughs> right. This is every Spartacus plot. rises up. It just happens. <laughs> and would that be karma? That, that would be karma. Be That's when karma works in a more timely fashion, but it would took a long time. Yeah. It doesn't always work like that. So the yeah. day we get a white envelope with black stripes in the mail... Ideal that's, meal. That's, that's the one. <laughs> right. that's, God damn it. That's first class karma with a stamp on it. Uh, as far as the format of this show, uh, we like to call ourselves a swearity. What in the fuck is a swearity? Glad you asked in that completely non-rehearsed fashion. Shut up. A swearity, a little portmanteau combination of swearing and charity. Uh, throughout the course of the show, you're going to be hearing a shit ton of foul language. Which is funny because when, mostly when I explain what this show is about to people, it's like, yeah, we curse a lot. And they, you see their face kind of, oh, well, great. But then when I tell them the second part, we find ourselves 10 cents per infraction. We collect those funds into our charity swear jar. And every 10 episodes, every group of 10 we call semesters, we donate the proceeds of that jar to a worthy charitable organization. And that's when the face lights up, like, ah, it's a great shtick. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you're just a bunch of dirty mouth assholes. Yeah, that <laughs> but, think you're entertaining. Right. <laughs> We're dirty mouth assholes with a heart. Yeah, we've got right. something. Go. I mean, come we're on. doing great right. things for for people doing great things. Exactly. Right. right. And the way I put it, we do good things with bad words. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and speaking of this semester's charity swear jar recipient, the Wildlife Conservation Network, as the name implies, they are for the conservation of wildlife, but they have a unique approach. They will help fund you in your efforts. If there's something you're doing they like, they will help you out. You want to. Arm elephants with miniguns. Oh, dude. Next level shit. <laughs> yeah. You want the pachyderms packing? They can... <laughs> oh, I thought that was... <laughs> Nothing? I got gotcha. you. There you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for a second. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So if you want to fund the packing derms project, 
<laughs> Poachers won't fucking even think about it. Fuck no, man. They will help you pull that off. Um, so, in, in short, they help you help the animals. Nice. So you cool. can help us cool. help them help those guys help the animals by checking out their website, wildnet.org. That is the Wildlife Conservation Network this semester's charity swear jar recipient. And as far as what we have on tap tonight, in a little bit, we're going to be heading into Larry's Landlocked Yacht Club. Uh, second half, we got Dan's Arcade, as always. Fuck yeah, we do. As well as our interview with Dave here, which will also envelop our main topic for discussion. Without getting into spoilers, Dave, you are an audio engineer. Right, you you right. operate a studio. So in that vein, we're going to be discussing our most liked and most disliked sounds. Mm-hmm. And, and that that's a pretty wide kind of topic, because that's anything mm-hmm. from... Sounds you hear in movies, uh, sounds from everyday life, things of that sort. So that's 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 the kind of and you kind of just brushed over old Dave Ox over here about what he does. There's a lot he does over here. Oh no, there is a whole lot. That's 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 one little facet. That's one, yeah, he's he's another one of us that has a lot of things going on. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of irons in that fire, and we're gonna get into all that. But uh, just wanted to have that the one tie in with the the topic of discussion. But we'll be getting into all that in the second half. In the meantime. Uh, you were asking earlier about what constitutes a yeah. swear where, word. Right. Where do we have to throw in those dimes? Right. Uh, the general rule that I was using for a while, and I still tell people this, if it would get you kicked off daytime TV, mm-hmm. odds are. Well, it's funny because those seem to keep changing. Like, when oh. did shit become okay? okay? Right. I'm here NYPD shit Blue. NYPD That's Blue. when? That's when. Because really? NYPD Blue said shit. South Park had a shit fit and said they want to say shit. And the, the FCC, FCC right. was like, you can say it in one episode. So that's one. when they had that episode where they had the cursing, where they said right. shit, 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 yeah. so many times. <laughs> and then it just became... And they thing. had the counter or yeah. whatever. Yes, and, and that's when they were able to say it after that. So oh. that's what it is. Okay, because mm. for the longest time... It was NYPD Blue kind of like okay. set the bro. turn on the pilot light and then fucking South Park turned shit the gas the on. Here we go, bros. <laughs> <laughs> shit, yeah. Oh man, and that's that's yeah. You know, it's crazy because it's and I'll be watching the you know like the news or something. And it's just awkward to see them you know like what's uh, what's okay now, but they'll be like you know damn and and hell. And, they say it in, and things in, in, like that. They say it in movie previews now. When you're watching right. them on television, they'll just be like, uh, oh, oh yeah, Samuel Jackson, which great commercial. I, I wish they would have went further with it with Capital One. They do a red band trailer of the Capital One. What's in your wallet, motherfucker? Right, <laughs> right, right. I actually right. wrote to Capital One. They're like, how can we make your Quicksilver card better? I was, I wrote them, I would love to have a voice, uh, like, someone call me with Samuel Jackson just calling me a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would seriously recommend the card to anyone if, they, if that happened. <laughs> That would be a dream come true to have Samuel Jackson call you and just call you a motherfucker and tell, talk about the credit card to your, you know, to your phone. Uh, or yeah. just, you know, to have voice automated warnings from your banking activities. Like, you broke, motherfucker. <laughs> You're at your limit, motherfucker. <laughs> um, every day. That was the thing. He would say, that's a, was it, one and a half percent, whatever it is, every damn time. And right. Like, Shit, man. <laughs> Damn time in a commercial, you're like, woohoo, edgy. And like this, this is spicy edgy. television, right? Right. All right. So that actually explains a lot to me as far as uh, South Park saying the shit episode, because the way I thought I heard it when they mentioned how the shit episode came to be right. was they asked the FCC, "Can we say shit?" And they said no. And then we went back and asked, "Well, what if we said shit dozens and dozens of times?" And somehow that got okayed. <laughs> 
And, f- and I was thinking, what the? F- how the <laughs> how fuck does that, that even work? Sense? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, well, they, it's because, I, it's have... they made such a big stink about it because <laughs> NYPD Blue just already said it, and they're like, whoa, we're the edgy show. <laughs> well, no, I get that, but now, now that asshole. makes sense. If they said you can do it in one episode, and they said, okay, but the NYPD did they say it just one time? Mm-hmm. Okay, so South Park went in. Yeah, just ran with that ball. Yeah, but yeah once, that, once that fl- once it was a little crack in that yeah. dam, they're uh, like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that makes much more sense than because before it was like the equivalent of, may I take a shit on your kitchen counter? No, you may not. Right. All right. What well, if I took a bunch of shits? Like, right. What if I took a shit on every flat surface in your well, home? Well, I guess I'd get used to it. That, I guess, you know, that would kind of normalize it. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> exactly. You know, you if everything's covered. Down. Oh, here it goes. Right. I'm just shitting right. again. If everything's covered in shit, nothing is. So I <laughs> have at it. Okay, but, but besides, besides the obvious words, you know. Yeah, things. the seven dirty words. Yeah. Besides that, okay. what else kind of falls into that? Does piss? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd say, say piss it does. I'll count piss. Dick. Let's see. I mean, well, cunt. Sometimes we'll cunt. Absolutely. Shit. Well, cunt's in the seven dirty. Mm. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. See, tits. (laughs) Even tits. Chad says says it in his uh, in his voicemail. He goes, "That one kind of threw me off a little bit." You know, like tits. That (laughs) is it. That bad. Tits. Not not so much. I mean, tits is pretty. That's pretty soft stuff. I do have yeah. to be careful though, because at work I'll be like, tits "Oh man, soft. that's awesome," and I'll be like, "Tits." tits. Like, oh, <laughs> it's no. all about the context, right? Yeah, right. I, I, yeah. I got to be careful, you know, because like <laughs> my work just chilling with some folks. I'm like, "Oh, I just got all these hands with tits." I mean, fuck. Right. I'm sure at your job you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pull out your tits. <laughs> Let me uh, X-ray. Right, I want you to get tits down on this table. <laughs> he does. He Chad does go on and explain. He goes, "Would would something that's just said like." That you would find a curse to be something you count like, hey, that's a good Nickelback song. Ah, oh, okay, uh, yeah. it's something Ooh. offensive. Yeah, that could work. It's yeah, it's largely contextual. There's 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 no hard and fast. You know, this is this isn't. It kind of it goes by how it flows throughout right. the show. But right. a bad word is a bad word, right? Well, yeah, bad words are bad. You, if you, you have to stop and think about it, ten cents. Exactly. <laughs> if you're watching the view and they say, when we come back, we're going to talk about the book that has everyone sitting with a throbbing heart on when we come back. <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is the view. <laughs> I'd probably start watching the view. <laughs> I, I would at least respect that episode. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Good like for when you. we come back, we've got a strudel recipe that'll knock your dick sideways. <laughs> Calm <laughs> down, <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, We're going to have a strudel, strudel recipe <laughs> that's going to ruin whatever chair you're sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> so you may want to lay down a towel before we come back because that shit is going to be rolling. So hold on to your tits. And- <laughs> <laughs> We're going balls and shaft in you right here on the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> um, so cursing. Yeah. Um, we do a lot of it. Just a bit. Yeah. But it's, but you know, I think that's probably the best way to do it. If you're on the fence about, is this, is, right. you know, odds are, yeah, it's yeah. not good. Yeah. And, but even then, if it's, uh, cause I mean, shit, I heard a, an ad for, I think it was some, it was some game by Activision. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I think it was like a driving game, like Twisted Metal or something similar to that. Yeah. But it was like such and such game. And the tagline was blow shit up. Yeah. No, shit was bleeped, but right. still. Or like Frank's Hot Sauce, their tagline is, we put this shit on everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So clearly they're getting more relaxed about it. Yeah. But you just can't outright say it. 
We'll but get there someday. It's gonna happen, yeah, right? Yeah, I was just there. thinking that's gonna be that's that will be interesting. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm well, waiting. I'm waiting for the Family Feud episode where it's all swear words, like <laughs> things you say when you stub your toe. <laughs> right. I don't I'm know. I'm gonna go with motherfucker. Ding. Show me motherfucker. Ding. <laughs> I bet that. I bet they rule that one out a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably the number one in every every single category of everything. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys actually watch Family Feud. Uh, not recently. It's a great fucking show. I mean, you get really into it. It's surprising how you start doing the clapping and everything. You're like, come on! <laughs> so, so who's the host? I, I'm sorry, I'm Steve so Harvey. Steve. It is Steve Harvey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've, yeah. I've never. Seen Steve Harvey has got to be one of cable. the hardest working sons of bitches in TV. Really? Well, I mean, he's, he's on broken a... the curse of Family Feud, which they say is cursed. <laughs> But it fucks your career? <laughs> Not well. It's the end of your career. It's, yeah. Oh. Like, that's where you go when you're done with your career. And Not for he, that guy. Yeah, no, no, definitely no. not. Actually, his sitcom stuff, that was that was the end of his career. Right. It was yeah. re-sparked with Family Feud. Yeah, so I guess, he's, <laughs> I guess he found his niche. He's just hosting a show. Right. Because, I mean, I, ho- He hosts tons of But shows. you got to love him. I mean, he's he actually is, you know. I like him. I can, yeah. I mean, like, uh, even uh, his fuck up during the, uh, what's it, uh, Miss... Oh, Universe that whole thing? Yeah, right. It's I, who gives a shit? Eh. Like, I didn't, like I didn't the see ten- it actually, but oh, he missing. He, he he announced the wrong name for Miss Universe or something like that. Honest mistake. I honest, mean, honest mistake. He, and, well, and he, he 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 manned up and apologized yeah, well, and said, better. "I I said this wrong. It was right. supposed to, and and that had been terrifying for him to go out in front of the oh, world. I'm sure, and right? Say, ah, I fucked up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's terrifying these Just days. A heads up. Yeah. But, Congratulations. Know. And by the way, I fucked up. You're actually the winner. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, good. Well, yeah, I'm wondering. I'm starting to wonder, like, Steve Harvey is just, <laughs> there's a room with 20 suits in it. and It's all buttons. It's all, it's all buttons and, and tailors and shit. And the studios are all just, they're connected, like, ass to ass in a big ring. So he just <laughs> steps into the middle, changes his suit, walks through another door. And it's Family Feud or the Steve Harvey Show. Right. Bap, 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 bap. Guy right. never fucking sleeps. Right. <laughs> um, is Pat Sajak still hosting? Yeah. Yes. Pat Jeez. Sajak and Vanna White are still. That is insane. Wow. Yeah. That's like that's got to be a record, like the longest running something, a duo sure. or something. Yeah, or but host. It's, it's also like the people who who really gives a shit. Exactly. Well, but you <laughs> know, there's Bob a lot Parker. of who really gives a shit. Yeah. You know, Bob Awards. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, we were actually talking about that pretty recently. I still look at Drew Carey and consider him the new host of. I, yeah, exactly. I know, I know. See, that's like fish shake back in my day. We had Bob Barker <laughs> with the fucking microphone that was two foot long stick. Right, right. That's got to be weird for people like the younger people that are of drinking age, and that's really kind of where you draw the line, like drinking age. And you notice how different drinking age people are now to where you are now. I, right. Like uh, I think the biggest thing was a culture shock when I said, "Oh, Ghostbusters! That's my favorite movie." And someone goes, "I've never seen Ghostbusters." I was like, "What? what? The fuck? <laughs> How's that even possible?" You slap the beer out of their hand. <laughs> get the fuck out of here! It's like I want to fight you right get now. The, get the fuck home and watch that movie. It's not like it's not like a movie. Like, oh, you might like it. It's the best movie. It's a requirement. You huh. you see. It's Critter's choice. The sound of music, <laughs> Gone with the Wind, <laughs> Ghostbusters. It is. It's then, that, then Casablanca. It's that iconic, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it I, is. I, I, Casablanca is really good, though. I mean, it is, yeah. So there's a studio audience somewhere that's being polled, and y'all go to them, and they tell you what is a exactly we just right. read them right we have we have some other <laughs> survey says <laughs> we've got some pilot words that we like to float out to you guys let us know what you think um <laughs> number one felch 
that's horrible. That's how we heard one gag. All right, that one's getting at it. Felch. Okay. Well, cool. Cool. That's space not, docking. That is Anyone? A, that's a good idea. <laughs> Nobody? Nobody? No. Nobody okay. Space right. docking. That's space that's docking. Space. But you cool. can make almost anything yeah. seem like a curse word by the implication. Chattanooga yeah, waffle the, box. The impl- uh, even the no. implication. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, the the meanest things you can say to people are not curse words. No, it is just it's really calling someone a mean person Mm. or a a horrible person or the worst type of person. Just saying things Mm. like that, you can really ruin someone. Yeah, the kind of things that'll fuck up someone's character. Mm. Yeah, you want to wreck someone's self esteem, you do it in daytime TV voice. I just wanted to let you know you're a lost cause. <laughs> Your parents should be ashamed of having you. Yeah, but then if you just say you're a fucking asshole and it's, it's like, like ah, ah. It is, yeah. <laughs> or what if you what if you say something a little bit more lighthearted like, "Oh man, that's really brave of you for wearing open-toed sandals like that." Excuse me? Well, I mean, like your your toes are like a monkey's thing. You could peel a banana with those bad boys. I'm just I'm proud of you for having that kind of confidence in yourself to wear something I wish and, I could. and I bring mean, attention man. to those those uh, monkey finger toes. You ever seen what not to wear? <laughs> I mean, like I, I would never have the courage to look like you and then do what you do. It looks, it's just amazing to me. But you, like, you do you, boo boo. Looks like somebody wedged Fritos underneath pigs in a blanket. Oh but my God. I, I just have the <laughs> utmost. And, and then you pay him off with a compliment. I just have the utmost respect for the confidence you have in yourself. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> They'd be like, what the fuck? Like, God damn it. If we could what all be fuck? more like you. They, they wouldn't even know how to take that. They wouldn't be mad. They would just be like stunned. Uh, right. Yeah. Just kind like, of what the fuck happened? Ah, how I think, do I? I think that was the worst I've ever been insulted. And I said nothing. I think I said thank you for just <laughs> but, saying But people are so ready to, to talk again. They're not even listening to those types. Of, it's it's crazy. They don't yeah, even listen. Only the good bits stick. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I heard right, confidence. Okay, have a good day. And I heard Fritos. <laughs> right. We're having a good time here. Right. I do like Fritos. <laughs> I do like Fritos. You know, right when people offer me Fritos, I'm kind of like, who cares about Fritos? Then you fucking eat them. You, you have one or two. They're delicious. Uh, God damn. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. You can, again, you can tell how an entire ship empire was built off of this one thing. But Lay's, and even if you offer me Lay's and, and then I taste them, I'm like, yeah, they're still Lay's. Yeah. Not, it's not really doing much for me. I like yeah. Lay's. They're I okay like. for what they I are. mean, you could be getting Golden Flake. <laughs> You know, Ugh. count your fucking lucky stars there, bud. <laughs> fucking Tom's. Some, some dude brings in a bunch of golden flake. You're like, I thought this was a party. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Tom. I gave you a pass on the cheap vodka, but this, this. <laughs> right. If I'm going to eat something with this Kirkland signature screwdriver, <laughs> it better not be no goddamn golden flake. Would that be Lay's new tagline? Like, count your fucking blessings? I would buy them just be, instead of, I bet you can't eat just one. It'd be like, at least it's not fucking golden. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, it's awesome because they realize they're just a potato chip. Second, they really rag on Golden Flake. They just picked that one company to rag on, which would start a whole flame war with Golden Flake. What? And then, what? There's six. Six people in their audience are going to be like, but then ah, golden somehow <laughs> Ruffles gets away because they put ridges and they are good to go. Which well, they're owned by Lay's. Corrugated what? chips. Really? Yeah. Really? yeah. Hmm. Frito Lay owns everything but Golden Flake shit and Tom shit. Yeah, I, wow. I had this weird shitty chip job um, one <laughs> summer. Yeah. This. <laughs> Titty ship job? What? A shitty shit. <laughs> you make decent money doing shit like that. 
I mean, it was good money for what it was. It was it's just, just little, awful. Yeah, it was just this weird temp job. I was it was this uh, advertising firm essentially that, that was contracted with Frito Lay, <laughs> and based on their stats, they uh, came up with a list of what chips sell better during what time of year. Right. So we were getting flown out to these middle of fuck nowhere locations to go to Walmart's and rearrange the chip aisle. Wow. Based on what was going to sell, so these <laughs> go to eye level, these go down to the ankles, and they said, only move the Frito-Lay products. I'm like, oh, that'll be easy. The entire fucking aisle is <laughs> right, Frito-Lay right. products. Right. <laughs> it's, it, they're the biggest competition. That's what's stupid. They, and then they make chips that compete with the chips. And then yeah. they cr- create marketing campaigns against those chips. Like, right. right. That's, and then they, uh, then they try to overcorrect those campaigns like, oh, well, Lay's has wavy Lay's now. Like, dude, it's the same fucking chip. Same goddamn. Yeah, exactly. Just go with Ruffles. So obviously Fritos, Lay's, Ruffles. Rolled gold pretzels. That's Doritos. all of them. Mm. Doritos. Uh, mm. Munchos, which I've never had. Tostitos. And then the, also the other tortilla chips, the the ones in the white bag with the Mexican uh, lady on them. Oh, uh, Santitas. Santitas. Santitas, yes. Oh, my God. That's them too now? That's them. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Those are great. So, yeah. The only things on those aisle we didn't touch were Pringles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know if there were Golden Flake or Tom shit on there. Uh, bugles or something. <laughs> I think bugles are in no, there. No, bugles well. is a different bugles? aisle. Yeah, they come. They're, they're the more. They're more on the uh, the candy aisle. And zaps. That was it. And uts. I will fuck some uts. zaps. Yeah, I don't even know if uts were, was on what, that aisle. They probably have some pretzels or some. Something. Yeah, maybe or like something Snyder's like of Hanover, some shit. Yeah. But for the most part, man, I mean, they had the bulk of that aisle. <laughs> Yeah, that's All how Frito. they get you. It's just Frito-Lay prop. Fuck you, man. God damn it. <laughs> you got me, bro. It's going to be real easy, man. That's you the don't time. Have to move anything. That's the, that's the only time <laughs> right. you start becoming a Golden Flake person. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fuck this whole aisle except these two bags right here. That never move. But I think all this, uh, all these chips and mental acrobatics have got me pretty thirsty. What do you say we head over to the Landlocked Yacht Club? All right. So, I understand there's a new cocktail, which actually sounds like a barbecue joint. But I'll let you guys uh, fill me in on this. All right. Well, the... Okay. So, I always try to find something that I haven't just done recently. You know, I'm trying to mix up the the base liquor yeah. of each cocktail. You know, I just did a brandy, which is kind of new. So, this one falls under other category. Other. All yeah. right. And it's the Old Hickory. The Old Hickory. Well, it's named after Andrew Jackson. Oh. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And apparently this goes back into, you know, the war of 1812. Andrew Jackson used to drink these or something like these. And they've been around for a long time, at least, and, and in print since like the 1930s. Of course, right after Prohibition, everything got put into a book. Like, never again. This is our Bible. We will never forget <laughs> liquors again. Right. You can only imagine how much shit was destroyed. There's probably oh. liquors we don't even know about oh, no. that were just right. destroyed. It's like a fire at the Library of Alexandria. All those scrolls are fucking gone. <laughs> All this there's knowledge. Probably, there's probably liquor, like, ingredients back then. They're like, no! That was the best drink I've ever had. That hurts my heart. Uh. Now, when I when I was telling you about the the wine brick story, and I heard about vineyards that had dug up their grape crops to grow apples or some shit, just can you imagine just like a year or two later, like oh god damn it, <laughs> they're not, they're st- I haven't got one fucking apple. I haven't even got a fucking apple yet. <laughs> All this proves is that that was a horrible mistake 
And I get, like, why people think alcohol is bad. Just for some people, it is a bad thing. And, and those people should stay away from it if they have some kind of problem with it. But for the majority of people, it will ruin a country. <laughs> it started <laughs> organized crime. <laughs> it created one of the most violent times in American history. I mean, just... Plus, we couldn't drown our sorrows. Yeah, we just had to be sober and <laughs> watch and see how ugly everybody is. <laughs> right. We had to just fucking... Swim in our sorrow. Right. Oh, yeah. We had to deal with each other for a fucking couple of years. <laughs> Fuck all that. So the old hickory, which was named after a president of ours, Andrew Jackson, apparently he drank these, but not a lot of them. It's kind of weak, on the weak side. Wow. Because the liquor that's in it is vermouth. Hmm. Okay. So all it's right. not really like this high, you know... Yeah, we're not liquor. talking crazy, right? Yeah, you, you can actually have one of these and be fine. Mm, gotcha. Um, gotcha. But it seems interesting because it is a you have a dry vermouth, right, and a sweet vermouth mixed together. One and a quarter ounce uh, dry vermouth, two ounces sweet vermouth, and then four healthy dashes of orange bitters. That's a dash. This is a dash. <laughs> this is a dash. <laughs> and then uh, three dashes of aromatic bitters. Okay, all right, I like this. Yeah, and then they say garnish with an orange twist. But when it comes to garnishment, if you're not posting it on Instagram, it fuck doesn't it. matter. Who cares? <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, like, it looks pretty. You. You'll feel cool doing it once. But then when someone goes, hey, can you make me one? Guess what you're not going to do? Garnish Unless you're it. trying to get laid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to, like, impress someone, you will do the twist. You're like, here you go. Yeah, right. of course. That's yeah. for you. It's, yeah, it's right. What no. it's there for. I like I like a garnish that's seen some shit. Because I'll tell you I'll tell you this. Most times <laughs> squeeze it and stuff it in there. It needs to look wrecked. Most times now when I make a drink, you know, if I take one like sometimes I'll make the drink and take a picture for the show. Mm-hmm. But once I'm done with that drink, if I want to make another, guess where it goes? A Yeti cup. Right. <laughs> nice. But, yeah. Well it keeps it colder. Sure. No, you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. You know? It will it'll just yeah, it, the ice just tumblers. doesn't just doesn't melt as fast. And mm-hmm. I, I prefer it not to melt that fast. So that's I kind of switched to that whole that thing. Way you get the yeah. true flavor, but then it's right. cool and yep. refreshing. Any historical context as to why Andrew Jackson was called Old Hickory? Well, it has to do with the Battle of New Orleans and how he was just like a tough old motherfucker. I thought it was maybe he had a rib recipe that was just... Mm. <laughs> no, come on. You you know like, the story of Old Hickory, I think right? it would be something a little tougher than just vermouth like, for Andrew yeah, Jackson. Exactly. I don't know. Well, well he's too like busy having... He was, or... having, he was too busy having duels with people, shooting true, people in true. the face, he getting shot, and shooting game, someone right. else. This was his <laughs> sweet <laughs> moment. He's got to be on top of this it. Feel yeah, this is, he, had, he had to have his faculties about how to handle some shit. Right. He's like, look, I'm going to have to... Kill someone in just like 10 minutes, but I want to drink, but I don't want anything crazy. What can you do for me? <laughs> Nothing takes the edge off after vermouth. shooting some fuck in the throat like a little <laughs> glass of vermouth. <laughs> Courtesy of old hickory. Ooh, those ribs are probably just about done. <laughs> Human ribs, because I just fucking killed that dude. <laughs> and he would be the guy to do it, too. That's how he got all his goddamn power. Old Hannibal Lecter hickory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm... Not a huge vermouth drinker, but uh, I would try this. I would try Especially it. Especially if you're doing like a vermouth suicide where you're just See, like putting them both in there. The yeah. great thing about vermouth, now as opposed to every other liqueur we've talked about, which mm. fucking – I looked it up. The best you can do is find some of these liqueurs in those little sampler bottles. Right. Like the little mm-hmm. like three-ounce ones. Airplane yeah. bottles, yeah. Yeah. So they have like uh, Chambord. They mm-hmm. got a cup of Midori. They got a couple of them. But not everything. All right. So you really and and they're kind of expensive. About four dollars a bottle. That's mm. still yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of tough. Yeah, exactly. So you're like, if you want to try it, that's a good way to do it. But then you know, go in with a buddy and split it. Yeah. Right. Go in with a buddy and split the price of some of the liqueur so you can you can go that route. Um, but vermouth eight bucks. 
Okay. Eight bucks That's a easy. bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. <laughs> You're just like, okay, no problem. Yeah, less than 20 bucks, you've got the next easily three, four hours worth of old hickories covered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and, and if you buy the da- you know, the, the bitters with it, I mean, that's going to last you way past this. Oh, well, yeah. You're oh, going to, and, and they'll, a lot of other recipes will call for that. The one we did before call for this. The you know, Mexican Fiery Squad. I was at a liquor store the other day and I saw bitters getting sold in a I'm giant. This was like almost the size of a small wine bottle. Think who the fuck? I don't even care if you're running a bar. Right, a normal right. bottle of Angostura bitters is going to last you a decade. I mean, because what <laughs> right, is it? They, right. they do four dashes and you. <laughs> fly, 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 fly. Right, right. right. <clears throat> it doesn't quite come out with the volume of Worcestershire. <laughs> I mean, you get these stingy little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> skate, skate, motherfucker! Like, if you gleek, you it, it's, it's, a, it's a greater volume than what comes right. out of a. I hate those accidental gleeks. You just yawn, and all of a sudden you just yeah, get just all in your head like, motherfucker! God damn it! <laughs> Fuck was that? Uh, it was a great discovery learning how to do it, though. It was. <laughs> oh yeah. It, you know, cool. you know what the best part of summer school was? I, I went to summer school gleeking on your classmates. No, no, no. I learned how to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, le- I learned how to burp. Ah, yeah. Uh, you know, the, so the make yourself burp. Oh, yeah. sure. You know, at that point, I never could before. I'm like, how do you do that? That's amazing. And then I learned it, and that's whole summer school just burping. You asked him about belching like Seinfeld. What is the deal with What's the deal with perfect? The air goes in, it goes out. That's called breathing. How do you how uh, do you convert it to belching? How does it turn into something way more disastrous? <laughs> I guess that's it, huh? Yeah, that'll do it. That'll mm-hmm. do it for the yacht club. The old hickory pairs well with human ribs. I guess on that note, we'll take ourselves a little break, and when we come back, we've got Dan's Arcade. Fuck yeah, we do, son. We've got the interview with Dave Troya. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about sounds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had to say something. Good for you. No, it's true. That that rounds it out. Rule of three. It's one of those things Mm -hmm. in comedy. That's right. Now, stick around. We're going to be right back with you. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. You're listening to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud at Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Just use the search bar. If you'd like to see our website, which I do insist you check out, you can find us at wympodcast.com. Also, you can contact us at podcastwym at gmail.com. Enjoy your day, and thanks for fucking listening. All right, and we are back. Let's kick off round two the way we have been kicking off round two for a fucking long time now. Dan, what do you say we head into the arcade? Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. Welcome again, kids, to Dan's Arcade. I hope you're super pumped because I'm super pumped. Because there's fucking awesome shit out this week. <laughs> is, is there? Uh, in my opinion, yes. Okay. So, 
What kind of awesome shit we have on the docket? Well, let's say first thing of these two films that I'm interested in. Uh, this is a little different for me. I'm not going with the mainstream pick. You know, there's a flick out with Tom Cruise in it. And I saw that and I was like, meh. I really was not intrigued by it. You know, I'll let you find out on your own for that. But I'm going to say the first flick that I am picking for this week is Super Dark Times. Saw the trailer for it. Thought it was funny. Super Dark Times. No, I'm just kidding. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm A rip-roaring knee slapper. <laughs> I, I was interested in this flick. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Stranger Things, and it kind of felt like it was on that line, but not as close. It's almost well, yeah, it, reality-based. Well, they put know? them a little older. They yeah. put them at like 15, 16, so right. they're dealing with that coming-of-age uh, I did air quotes around coming of age because who really gives a shit? I mean, we've all been there. And apparently this trailer makes you think they're like, oh, a dark coming of age thing. And it's like in the trailer, I get the vibe that they accidentally murdered a friend. Right. You know, that's what I kind of got. But yeah. and, and, and like, how is like who doesn't remember the time they murdered a friend? Right. It <laughs> happens. It happens. All I mean, the we've time. all been there. How, how many of those red shirt motherfuckers have we lost? <laughs> I mean, no, hanging out with me was like Final Destination. It was just, just ticking them off. <laughs> and if I can see, I can intervene. <laughs> and then a truck hits him. God damn it. He didn't oh, there goes Stifler. Fuck. He didn't see that. Son of a bitch. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, they have good act. They have that. Oh, they, one of the guys in this is from Ozarks. Okay. Um, the new Jason Bateman show on Netflix, which if you haven't seen, is a pretty good show. It's kind of a slower paced uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. But about oh, money okay. laundering, so it's a little bit more boring on what it is. <laughs> you know, instead of cooking up drugs, he's laundering money for drugs. It's still a really good show. You should watch it. Really? Plus, okay. it's Jason Bateman, and he's, right. he's awesome. Done. But uh, one of the kids in there, he's a good actor. Just, he has to be a good actor because that. He's not going to be a leading man. Okay. He's got that weird, weird face going on. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a, well. You don't mince words. He doesn't really have what it takes to be a leading man. He's he's, got a. It's a real Steve Buscemi vibe about him. (laughs) Boardwalk Empire. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone, every, every dog gets his day, I guess. (laughs) God damn it. But as soon as I saw in the trailer that you showed us, Dan, was yeah. this is this generation's Donnie Darko, I, I checked out. Yeah, done. Yeah. Just. I mean, I bet this will be a pretty entertaining movie, but to say it's this generation's Donnie Darko, yeah. I don't give a fuck about Donnie Darko. Yeah. It was a boring movie. It's a movie that's pseudo deep. It's a it's a movie that people think is deep because it just doesn't make confusing. any fucking sense. Right? Well, no, it's not that it's confusing. Well, it's it's it's, it's weird. It's, it makes a loop. It's like a a, a mental loop. You know, well, like that was what a whole, came first. That was right. the whole premise of it, and right. you're just kind of like Terminator did the same thing. Futurama does it all the fucking time, and then they explain it, and then they just kind of off explain it this way, and it's awesome. But Donnie Darko went about it all weird, and they added like him hallucinating, mm. and you're just kind of like. People are like, oh, you just don't get it. Like, no, I got it. It's just not good. <laughs> Raise the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it kind of looks like they're dealing with a huge traumatic, which not many people go through. I'm sure some people go through it, accidentally killing your best friend with a sword. Um, but but that's in the 90s, just so you know. They this also the they uh, also were uh, you know crushing on a girl, and they're kind of competing with each other. And that makes sense. That's a coming-of-age yeah. thing. You're always going to be in competition with right. your buddy of – of liking a chick. Right. And, and in my case, lose out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Striking out. Striking out. So, how does Super Dark Times... Fuck off s- on the old fuckometer. <laughs> fuck off <laughs> on the old fuckometer. It's going to get two fucks. 
Fox. You know, I would say that's stream-worthy. It's you know? definitely stream-worthy. I totally yeah. agree with you. That is yeah. a good, good fuck amount. Yeah. You know, you, it's definitely something I will check out streaming, but yeah. uh, fuck I off. I'm going to the theater. No, not going to happen. Fuck off in a theater. I'm not giving you 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you goddamn mind. It takes a lot to get me actually to go into to a theater. Movie. Yeah. Actually, not a whole lot for me. Yeah? No. Really? I, I, yeah. I go to movies all the time. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's tough for me to actually invest that. I still think their tagline should have been, you can't spell impale without pal. <laughs> I'm assuming somebody gets killed with a sword, so, yeah. Yeah. Is that, that was the gruesome accident? Yeah, I guess. I mean, that was the implication. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. But then again, that could have been a shitty, like, Comic-Con sword, so that can't kill Oh, her. I absolutely <laughs> guarantee you it was a shitty Comic-Con sword. <laughs> I'm unless, pretty sure unless it was his, what killed him. Unless it was his grandfather's World War II, like, he stole it from stole it. from an officer, right? Right. Oh, and and that happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, or third option that this is some like dark, gloomy crossover piece with Kill Bill, and that's the Hattori Hanzo. Yeah, and that's yeah, why he stopped nice. making them. Yeah. Good job. And that's why he stopped making them. You motherfucker. <laughs> Six boys accidentally killed a friend. I am out of the sword making business. Fuck this. You know oh. how hard it is as a sword maker to write sympathy cards. You make shit that kills people all day. But they're pieces of art that fuck people up. So God. this will easily slice through ten freshmen, no problem. <laughs> like one swing, just sophomores too. You don't even have to worry; it's the same. <laughs> it's about the same thickness of meat. All right, let's move on to the next flick uh, that caught my attention that I am interested in checking out, and that is Lucky. This movie, I don't know, it just. I thought this was great. It's fun. It's different. It's a, you know, kind of like a, a dry sense of humor, I felt, for this. Sounded boring, looks boring. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn, really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I, my sympathy for, for Harry Dean Stanton that, yeah. that passed away recently. Uh, yeah. Right. But he looked like he was fucking dead in this trailer. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of suspecting that they made this movie. He's like, we only have a little time left with this icon. Just to me, it's it's a movie I, I have no real interest in, in seeing ever. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, well, we got the Ken, Critter what choice. Feel, what do you feel about it? <laughs> we got the Critter choice in here. The vibe I'm getting there, it's like he was that bowl of strawberries, and you find yourself going, "Well, I either need to make a smoothie now or freeze them." They <laughs> just kind of took their time to. God damn it! Exactly. I mean, like. But, I mean, it, it looks like one of those movies that will give you some kind of. Big old slice of heartwarming enlightenment. And I'm sure. Probably... I'm sure it's actually like a very deep, powerful movie. Yeah. Like, but the trailer doesn't show that. Uh, and a lot of times, man, art house movies are fucking boring. Well, yeah, I was gonna even even without his recent passing, I still think this would be the kind of movie that the critics are just gonna <laughs> all over. Yeah. Ski um, ski. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably one of these flicks that's really beautifully shot. Mm. And it probably has an awesome soundtrack, etc. But so as, again, yeah, very art house. As someone who really appreciates film would probably see this and just, yeah, they, they would rain praise. But, but see, that's the thing. I mean, where where does it end where people, you, you're trying to impress people how much you know about movies by like, hey, this is a good movie versus, is it really? What's a good movie? Right. Yeah, is, right. Is, sure. is I mean, it, really? it has to, it has to, yeah. It's your goddamn it has to actually, opinion, man. Right. Well, yeah, it's but yeah. that's the thing. But a lot the of movie time, has to, yeah, I mean, should live up to something. I mean, if you ask Billiam what his feelings on Rotten Tomato critics are, mm. don't listen to him. Yeah, <laughs> he he always says, listen, look at. Well, maybe he doesn't say this, but I think I've heard him say this before. Look at the user rating versus the critic rating, right? Because critic rating, they're in a lot of times they're vastly different. Right. Mm. If you watch a Jason Statham movie, the critic rating is rotten. Yeah. User rating high. Boop. Yeah. 
course. So, well, all right, but you can you could say the exact same thing about any kind of art. Um, like let's, critic rating, yeah. user critic rating. rating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but exactly. So is is it like a like a I like it because no one else likes it, or what? It's like a Donnie Darko thing all over again. Or right. you know, yeah, right. I, since I was the one at the time that didn't like the movie, they're like, you just don't get. It. I'm like, it's just not a good movie. Sure, it's not my thing. Fuck you. Okay, my bad. But uh, lucky, I'm definitely gonna say two point five fucks. You went Rotten fucks. Tomatoes on that. I did, I did. You, I did. you, you patronizing motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it a little better than the other one. I, 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 I'm, I'm, uh, I want to see this, but I don't want to go pay to see it. I want to stream it. Then you why know. is it a half fuck better? There's no murder in it. There's no sword. <laughs> Already, that's less interesting. It it's got the lucky. lines. It, oh, no. So slightly past due tomatoes. It's got a little... <laughs> Got a little bit of comedy in there, and it's uh, you know, it's more. I got more interest in it, but these are the flicks that piqued my interest. Right. All right. So let's move on to flicks that you might want to own. I am not recommending you own this flick. I'm just saying this is the only fucking thing that came out that I was like, ah, I need to see it. I'm not gonna buy it, but it's available now, and that's Transformers: The Last Night. I've yet to see this film. I haven't either. I'm not gonna buy this. I'm not saying you should go buy it, but it's out to own. All right. Is it? Is it like? Are the graphics good though? I have no fucking. I, I haven't seen it. I mean, I've seen the trailers for it, and I'm like, ah, it's Transformers, Michael Bay style. Um, so it's you know, it's like ah, I, I want to watch it because it says Transformers, but in my head, it's Michael Bay based, so it's like fuck him. Um, but you know, I'm gonna watch it. I want to watch it once and then make my own opinion. I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of these movies that just kind of got grandfathered into you having to like because it's something you grew up liking. Exactly. And that's one of the fuck yous of nerd culture. You're like, ah, oh, well, I gotta see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael Bay is nailing on your fucking nostalgia button. Get some. Yeah. Just, Get some. Like it. Like it. Like it all. So, uh, yeah, it's out for you to own. Do I recommend you own it? No. <laughs> Stream it. You know, rent it, maybe. So where does this like fall it. in the fuckometer? <sighs> because I don't want you to own this, and it's during the out-to-own part, I'm going to put this at one fuck. Okay. okay. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's, that's... You know, I will watch this not only the first time, but uh, like three more times before I watch Lucky. Just so you know. <laughs> God damn. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, so that's okay. This, this is the first time we've ever seen you offer to spite watch a movie. Yeah, that's... <laughs> wow. It just does a fuck you to that other movie. <laughs> I will watch that shit out of this. I'll even watch it. goes back to the off. critic versus the user. Exactly. I, I, I take that ratio. back. I take that back because, okay, so I did go see the... Um, What's that dude's name that directed the new Ghostbusters? Oh, uh, Kevin Feige? Yeah, Kevin Feige or whatever. Oh, Feige. 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 Newton. Feige Newton. Sure. I saw face. his, I saw that, I saw it in theaters, wasn't a fan. <clears throat> and then I tried to watch it again with my mom, and my mom made me leave because I kept heavy sighing during uh. everything. <laughs> Every time something happened, I was just she's like. She's like, quit her, fuck off. <laughs> she, she was, she's like, she, she hit pause. She's like, can, can you leave? Can you leave? You're ruining the movie, you are, yes, exactly. I love you. I love you. I spawned you, but fuck that. off. She didn't say that. <laughs> She's just like, you're ruining the movie. Leave. So I, I, I left because I was like, yeah, you're right. Because I'm just going to do this the whole time. I'm just going to it's just, it's just that Ghostbusters. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's move on to video Transformers games. Transformers The Last Night. More yeah. preferable than Lucky or Stranger Darko. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh God. All right. <laughs> Don't, do not tell me you guys would see Transformers before that movie. I I probably would. I'm not. I'm I would. Really I, I'm not going to lie. Both see. of those. Those are the only interesting flicks that I was like, oh, I want to go see this. Not in theaters, but I'd like to see this. Out there for all you sports fans and who understand what soccer really is, which is known as football to the rest of the fucking world, just so you know, there is FIFA 18. Hmm. Will I play this? No. I don't play sports games. Why the fuck would you play sports games? Why don't you watch sports? <laughs> oh, see, this you can shit on, but it's for me to shit on something of yours. Oh, heaven forbid. Hey, this is my segment. Shut the fuck up. But uh, yeah. FIFA 18, a lot of people play this at, at work that I know of. They get all excited like about at it. at work? Yeah. Well, no, no, one of the, no, no, they one talk, of the places. People talk him. about this kind of shit yeah. at work. Like, they get excited about playing FIFA. Like, like they've always been into soccer. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, they I remember about, I had this match it's before. Like, it's like, it's I great. remember in elementary school, you made fun of me because I played soccer. Yeah. And not football. And yeah. now you're just like, oh, Team USA, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Shoes on the other dork now. <laughs> Man, if you can go back in time, don't worry. Keep track of them making fun of you and just throw it in their face right there, right when they start liking it. <laughs> fuck you, man. Chill the fuck out. Uh, I would say FIFA 18. Yeah. Mm, on the fuckometer. What's it going I will not fuck? play it. So probably going to be zero fucks. Zero fucks. Zero fucks. Ooh. Zero fucks. I mean, uh, honestly, this is a big game that a lot of people get jazzed about. And they're like, oh, the FIFA series, yeah, man. Yeah, a lot of people disagree with you on that. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. I guess my social circle at work get more jazzed about it than I do. And uh, I just don't <clears> understand <throat> the grab. I don't understand the grab of fucking Madden. I don't understand the grab of like you know nba anything you know 2k whatever the fuck it is uh, nba live i don't get into that yeah and right. that's not my jam you know I, but i will say I see what you did there <laughs> he's on fire <laughs> but uh this, with the references yeah <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that will disagree and if you disagree feel free to comment at any time Oh, I thought you were going to tell them to feel free to fuck themselves. <laughs> I, I would say that, but you know what? You're listening to the show. Thank you so much for listening. That's all that matters. But fuck you for playing FIFA. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Was oh, that going to be the end of it? No, no. Okay. No, Just no, thank you. No, 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 no. I would never say that. But okay. Now I'm going to jump into a game I would like to own. I'd like mm. to try. Mm. I even think Critter would like to try this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him, but yeah, fuck you. Now, uh, this is Gundam versus. And this is a, you know, a fighting game where you get to actually pick all the different Gundam, I guess, mechs or chassis or I'm trying to think of uh, robots. You know? Gundams. Suits. Yeah, Gundams. Yes. All right. I am a fan of the Gundam series. I, I enjoy the anime. I do. Um, I, as much as it, I'd like to say I really enjoy the the Gundam cartoons and stuff. It's really not about the Gundam cartoon and like the drama and all that. It's really just seeing the Gundam suits. It's the giant fucking robots. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's so amazing. Yeah, care. every time they try to stuff a story, you're like, oh my god, I don't care. Show the robots fighting. Let's let's see this shit. I want to see you know missile pods. I want to see giant miniguns mowing down motherfuckers out in space or in the middle of wherever. You know, and they always do those monologues yeah. that they talk about like every time. Yeah, and you're just that's why I like the one that Gundam series where they they had a tournament and uh, they were fighting all you got to see uh, a lot of the different gundams i think it's gundam g or let me let me double check that go ahead i don't care about the gundam dialogue i don't care about the gundam storyline i don't care about the gundam artwork <laughs> i just want to see some robots fucking each other up 
<laughs> I just want to see some goddamn robots. See some goddamn fighting. Goddamn it! Quit wasting my goddamn time. <laughs> uh, that would be Gundam G, I believe you're talking about, actually, where they had the fighting tournament, where you'd have all the different yeah, types all, that you yeah. get into. You get to see all the different Gundams. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, get the one shaped like a serpent. That was cool. Get them yeah. to see the beat the Gundam shit out of each other. <laughs> That, that's the tagline. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ready to see them beat the gundamn shit out of each other? <laughs> You're the gundamn champion. I just always like the... Congratulations. <laughs> I always love the, the ultra-American Gundam that's like built like a football player, you know, with the helmet and everything, and then his like giant shoulder pads. And then if you look at the pilot... He is like this, like rock star cowboy, you know. I was like looking at him, like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, they couldn't pick which part of America they liked the most. I like cowboys. I like rock stars. (laughs) Which, if if they really looked at it, most of the rock stars came from England. That's true. True. Very true. Like all the stuff that kind of like really resonated with people. They were English. Like American Sid Vicious looking fuck. But, uh, yeah, you, you get to pick the Gundam you, you fell in love with, uh, the, all the different models, and actually verse your friends. Right. Uh, two-on-two battles, if, if need be, or stuff like that. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in this. I want to check it out. I want to try this. Uh, I've been a big fan of the Gundam series. And also they do one that's called the uh, like Gundam Dynasty Warrior series, which I used to play on PlayStation 3. I know this is not going to be like that. This is going to be more the the fighter game that you get into, you know, the Mortal Kombat style. Okay. But, uh, I, I'm interested. It, giant fucking robots fighting each other. Done. I'm sold if there is a chainsaw dick finishing move. <laughs> Goddamn. Why man. there is not a, a chainsaw dick Gundam yet yeah. is just beyond me. I am it's been sure. done in robot jocks. Fucking do it. Right. That's yeah. where they're pulling all these fucking ideas anyway. I mean, might as well. I mean, you got lightsabers and all this other crazy shit, missile pods. Whatever, you know, just chainsaw dick. Chainsaw dick. Chainsaw dick. Get some. Get a little uh, husky varna. <laughs> so how many fucks? I'm going to say this is going to get the most fucks out of the night. It's going to be three fucks. Three gundam fucks. Yes, three gundam fucks. I would like to try this game out. I don't need to buy it right away. I would rent this. I'm get into it, see how it is. If it's good, totally going to own it. All right. You know, so... And uh, that is the game of the night. So we've checked out our movies to own, movies to check out, which nobody else agrees with me. That's okay. Movies to watch in spite of other movies. <laughs> Fuck those other movies. <laughs> and video games to check out. And that will conclude Dan's Arcade. If you didn't spend all your tokens, save them for fucking next time, bitches. Ta-ta till next time, assholes. And I guess that will lead us into the main event, tonight's discussion topic, and our interview Ooh, uh, with I'm our excited. guest, Dave Troya. Yay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's excited. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yay, guys. No, I, right. I am. I'm, I'm like, very uh, excited. Yeah, I'm stoked to be here. Let's just... No, I really... I really <sighs> just, God. He's really? like Ken that time. He's always... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his brow. It's like, oh, these guys. Every <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> We were doing. All right. Do, all right. <laughs> we were recording an intro quote. It never stopped breaking my balls about this. We were recording an intro quote, and they, they were nailing the lines. But then they kind of looked at me like, "Did we get it?" As they looked over, I just so happened to be like scratching the bridge of my nose, and like I'm doing. Or just had his hand over his face, like I think I did it. Right. And we could hear him muttering too. This fucking piece of shit. <laughs> 
They just assumed that I was completely unplayable. Oh, this is this is my crew. God damn right. it! Why, why couldn't do I, I get even try? Why couldn't I get friends with talent? <laughs> like, was is that good, Ken? Fuck you! You tell me. That, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'll just church it up at the fucking right. end of it because that's what I have to do to make you guys sound good. Yeah, I'll fix it later. I'll just do what I always do. Fuck. But uh, yeah, Dave, you are a man of several talents. Uh, oh, man. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. You, like, There's a humility. Right. Like, ah, fucking shit. You excel at accepting compliments for one. <laughs> you're, you're exactly like this group. We're not very good at taking compliments. Mm, no, it's yeah. good that we get them in recorded form because if somebody were to say something straight to our face, we're just gonna. Yeah. We do okay. <laughs> we're do all right. Did, Back right. to the tall grass. <laughs> right. Two most notably, you've been an audio engineer. Yeah, for how many years now? Oh, let's see. Since I was 17, so I'm 33. What is that? That's a lot. 13, Math 16, is not 16? That's 28 years. Yeah, 16. <laughs> 16 okay, years. Was... <laughs> right. You have been shaping and molding yeah. sound for right. yeah, 16 years. Oh, yeah. That's and beautiful, uh, man. Uh, another notable attribute, you just so happen to be the bassist of a little group called 12 Stones. Right. Which right. is very impressive. Ooh, yeah. Nice. First uh, <laughs> rock star we've had in the uh, studio. That's awesome. Oh. So. But we'll focus first on uh, the sound editing or the, the, the audio engineer aspect. Sure. So what, what got you into that in the first place? Is it something uh, that... Well, actually, it was a uh, a bad experience in the studio. Well, it was a good experience followed by a bad experience. Oh, okay. Um, so I worked with a producer who be- later became my mentor. His name was Dave Fortman. And uh, mm-hmm. I went in there in high school uh, with a band that I played in. And that um, would be the drive. That would be that would be, that would be the yes. drive. Oh, a little a little history for you guys. Dave and I went to high school together. What? We did. Yes. Nice. Yes. I'm sorry, Dave. And so Critter <laughs> has seen the drive play, and and not many people have, but he is one that has. Uh, so we went in and recorded. It was great. Then he went off to do some other stuff, and we went to another studio, and it was a terrible experience. And I was like, you know what? fuck this i'm gonna do it myself and i'm gonna just buy get some equipment whatever i had okay and start to you know do this myself and somehow feel my way through this and and sure uh that's what i did for a few years and it was it was pretty crazy but uh but yeah that's how i got started into it that's you know? awesome you know, it's amazing the things that you will look at and say, oh, fuck this. I could probably I do, can this. do this. Right. right. I mean, what a, what a like load of confidence I must have had. <laughs> like, well, no. I'm like 18 years old and thinking I can do something better. Well, than- you know what? It's, I don't think it's so much confidence as it is that someone just did such a piss poor job because uh, they, maybe they so. underestimated your ear for quality. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Because just because you're young doesn't mean you can't hear total shit. Right. So you record something and then they just mix it horribly and you're like, dude, come on. Right. Come on. You fucked up my sound. Like we sound better live, yet somehow you fucking shit on us. You managed to, right. How did you do this, you piece of shit? You made us echo in a place that had no echo. (laughs) The the room with foam walls. How'd you manage to get that? Right. Well, you mentioned like the burst of confidence, but for me, I think it would would just be the fact that, A, yes, you had the confidence, but it was simultaneously at I think it was probably something you were interested in learning. Right. Oh, yeah, to, definitely. definitely. Like, if I see somebody having a hard time with something that I have no fucking interest in learning, 
then I'm just right. going to be like, well, that sucks. Right. Like, right. plumber's right. having a hard time, right. like there's water gushing out, I'm just going to walk by with right. an apple. And we're, and, and we're talking about in, in, you know, 2001 or so. So yeah. I, had, I had dabbled in recording up to that point, you know, with the various analog, you know, recorders all in one. Oh, sure. You know, oh, okay. the units that had come shit. out. And, you know, oh, yeah. I had kind of, you know, uh, worked my way through those and up to the digital uh, audio workstations and, and the things we have today. And so, like... We went to this guy that had Pro Tools, and it was all this, you know, this great thing. And I was expecting all this great, you know, these you get great screwed results. over. If you get screwed over by a guy uh, that you spend what, like a hundred dollars an hour, two hundred dollars an hour, it, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. About, and, it was and, and and you get back, and you're like, really, dude? And right. you're, I I gave you this much money, and this is what you give back, and that's right. because they're. They were taking advantage of it. You. Well, oh, and it was so man. crazy because we left and we were, you know, we were kids. We we're, you know, 18. We we're, so we're, we're, we're driving make home. a fuss. And it was <laughs> right. like, we're driving home. We're like, man, this is awesome. This is awesome. And we listened to it over and over. And, and you know, it was about an hour drive from the studio to home. And, and by the time we got home, we we're like, yeah, this isn't really that good. <laughs> so <laughs> I was expecting something like everybody's listening to it, but in the back of their mind, they're going, this didn't sound that great. And then someone just breaks the silence. Does it sound a little shitty? You know, I was gonna say right, exactly. exactly. That sounds like to- what the fuck happened? It was. It was like an un- unspoken thing. I'm like, just gonna say the- this. I'm gonna go for broke. I'm sorry, guys. It's total shit, right? Right. Ah, I, I love y'all so much. I was this praying shit. I was the only one thinking sucks. that, but God right. damn it. That's kind of how I felt talking about the Lucky movie. <laughs> Let's just listen to it again. One more time. One more time. Fuck. Maybe God damn it. Maybe exactly. I'm wrong. That's what it turned into. That is what oh, it turned into. And so by the time we got home, I was just like, you know what? The guy that we went to before this disaster was way better. However, mm-hmm. he's not available, so I'm going to now take on this responsibility Tinker of with it, yeah. <laughs> being, you know, a producer and, and engineer, which I had no business doing at that time. But uh, I had, you know, the passion for it and eventually was, you know, the, the work that I had done uh, caught the attention of, of the guy that became my mentor, which was Dave Fortman, who I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and he gave me a job working under him and, and so nice. on and so forth. That's awesome, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, that's that's fantastic to have you know, the gall to just be like, I'm going to fucking do it. I don't care. I know I can do this. I can do this better than anybody else. You know what it is? It's inspiring is what it is. Because so many of us are just really kind of chicken shit to be like, you know what? I can fucking do that. And then try. It's one thing to just think you can do it. Just be like, oh, I can do that. Have you ever tried? No. But I mean, I mean. How hard could it be? Yeah, every, <laughs> every everybody's a fucking armchair quarterback. Exactly, so many right. things, but exactly. it's that exactly. whole thing of getting out there and fucking doing it. First of all, I would never say that about a sound engineer, and not because like oh, you know, like obviously, can you do a great job every fucking week? You make <laughs> well, you make you, us man. sound just... good, um, but all those fucking knobs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all those, and you're like all those fucking fuck? knobs, and I've seen Dave's board. At Dave Fortman's <laughs> shop, there's slides, there's knobs, there's lights, there's little buttons next to the lights. For fucking days, just, man. Yeah, it's fucking huge. And I, like, I, I, I'm sitting there looking at it like, there, and, there are and, keys and, on a keyboard I never use. <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> what, the those fuck, yeah, right, what right. the fuck everything else does over no, there. It, look, it looks, like, nope. it looks right. like Mission Control right. in there. Yeah, it's, and you, yeah. You're, you're like, is it just like a couple controls? And, and everything is just for show to confuse people so you can charge more? Like, hey, yeah, it's going to be 600 bucks because, I mean, look at all the knobs, right? right. You've seen I mean, this clearly shit it's, I have to work clearly with? It's worth You've $600. seen <laughs> the knobs, right? <laughs> I'm going to use every single one. Right. I'm kind of next level shit. It's Just kind of, be prepared. Do you see all this? Look at it this right. way. It's 50 cents enough. 
<laughs> I was going to say, industry rate is a dollar per knob per hour. <laughs> so like, behold my field of knobs. <laughs> That's why I'm bringing you in to look at it. So you right. can be like, hey, right. I'm not bullshitting you. I'm a straightforward, straightforward guy. Um, that alone would ter- terrify me to even yeah. – con- like, I don't even – like. The one time Ken told me and Dan, he's like, oh, you guys can start recording without me. Me and Dan, no. Mm. <laughs> it's like, a, well, is, is the board prep? And it's like, well, I didn't touch it since last yeah. time. It's fucked. Nope. We're nope. going to wait. We're going to wait. <laughs> We're going to put up a, a fucked up uh, post and we'll just yeah. wait for you. Yeah, we'll see you later, right. bud. And I was shocked, actually, that he had, you know, that this guy who had was accomplished and had done things that were real, you know, yeah. up to this point and uh, would even consider, you know, leaving his studio in my hands at that time, you know, because I had no idea. And he's also, had, yeah, he's had some pretty major names. I that, mean, oh yeah, yeah, you've worked with some pretty major names. What are yeah. some of the the names that most people would know? Oh man, from let's see, we got Evanescence, Mudvayne, Wow, Twelve Stones Down. You know, Phil Anselmo. I worked a lot with Phil Anselmo. Oh, okay. I did a lot of his uh, his stuff when he was first starting out mm-hmm. Housecore Records, and. Um, mm-hmm. So that would that, that's, that's where a, I got, that's a, that was a big that's a credibility big right oh, yeah, for sure. builder and so, and what's funny is you get one of those on your resume and then suddenly you know people are like oh well we want to sound like that guy so obviously this is the guy it's an easier it. sell for sure right. so I, I did I was very very fortunate to to stumble upon that opportunity and. Uh, you know, I just, I, Dave, you're, you're exactly like him. You got, you got to give yourself a little bit more credit. You didn't stumble across this. It's hard work. And you well, got the goddamn a, talent, I sir. I stood before the gods and demanded it. <laughs> right, right. I'm not saying a little bit of luck is not involved in these sort of things, but come yeah, on, people. Right. Luck is, luck only works out because of talent a lot of times. Right. Very much well, so. Right. The, the, the trifecta of success, and I've read I've read this in cracked articles. I know I've talked about it before. The three elements: raw talent, hard work, and meeting the right people at the right time and not pissing them off. Right. So luck, yeah. <laughs> yes, the right, luck, right, right. And that third element; those are the ones that any successful person they will downplay the shit out of that and try to mm-hmm. paint the picture that it's no, it's all just hard work and talent. But no, no, no it's oh, yeah. definitely oh, meeting the right people for sure. There's, for sure, yeah, there I are mean, shit tons of hardworking, super talented people that that's why there's so many are, shitty bands out there. Right. Oh. It's yeah. yeah. Think it, about think about. Like you two being musicians and what you're able to play and what you're <clears throat> able to do, and then you just hear a ship band. You're like, really, mm. really? Well, and then mm. and then the talent comes in is when you're in the room with that shit band and you're the producer and you're trying to make, make the band feel good so about shit. their their music shit, their and what they're bringing. <laughs> and you have to be objective and you have to really kind of just you know put yourself in their shoes and 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 get them to the point where they you know they want to be you know right. even though they're they may not have the skill level yet or whatever you see, may see things they need to work on but yeah you just never, have to <laughs> you never been that honest with you like okay you guys are total shit right this is how good <laughs> right. i can make you sound i mean like i mean You've heard of polish and a turd, right? <laughs> I'll get it smooth and shiny, but right. it's still going to be a turd. I just right, want you to right, know that. Right. Just Look, keep I can it in your only head. do so much. I'll put it this way. There's turd polishing, but you're asking me to polish a small bucket of street food splatter shit. And you want me right. to polish it so much it turns into a fucking diamond. I mean, guys, hit hit a couple more right. practices before and you know, And you know, and a lot of sociology and psychology comes into play. I mean, because oh, you've got... Oh, totally. I mean, you've got yeah. to sit there with these 
you know, four or five guys, whatever, that all think that their music is the greatest, mm-hmm. and you know, and, sure. very, yeah. and they've obviously they've put a lot of work and heart and and to be fair, we've it. we've had we've had powwows about our podcast like oh. that, like oh Jesus. man, right? Well, yeah. you know, it's, it's we do some shit. solid work. I don't think it's over. It's I I will say I don't think we're over complimentary of our own show, <laughs> right, right. but we definitely yeah. we definitely enjoy it. Right, I right. think it's good. Uh, I think the consensus is we all enjoy it enough to keep doing it. Right. But I mean, you do have to find a way to to make, you know, somebody's original ideas uh, palatable, I guess, for yeah a a bigger audience and i'm sure i'm sure you have to do a lot of the psychology like i really like what you did but what if we did this yes exactly yeah and that's where that compliment kind of sandwich type thing right but never really saying anything (laughs) bad exactly you know like oh man i dug this i dug this but you want to really set this i'm a second grade teacher yeah right exactly Exactly. (laughs) no see i always approach this podcast like bowling and fucking i don't claim to be an expert i just enjoy it right exactly yeah it's a fun and, thing and, to and, do and, and that's right i mean, you're gonna say i, I throw gutters a lot that <laughs> <laughs> could have gone many different ways right <laughs> oh, i spend my life in the gutter I don't... <laughs> sometimes you got to put the rails up <laughs> that works for everything that i'm talking about fucking and bullying yeah. But... some yeah a fucking hospital beds for oh, safety purposes man. What, what I've found very challenging is keeping up with the younger artists and, you know, the, the people in, in the younger generations and, and trying to stay relevant, I guess. Sure. As, you know, I mean, I'm 33, but, you know, the, the people that come to the studio might be 18, 19, 20. And it's tough. It's, you know, because they're, they're looking at this the same way I did. You know, like, here's this old guy trying to mess up our music or whatever. See, and, that's and, so <laughs> weird that you call yourself old because I still feel I my, know, I still feel I like know, a kid. I yeah. Know. yeah, I know. I know. And I say that, you know, it, it, I have to force myself to say that, but it is, it, that's how I feel, you know, talking to some of them and, and, um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to see the changes over time and, oh, sure. and, and, and in the generations and, and, you know, I actually go and I talk to, you know, like high schools in the area and, and at career day or whatever. That's and, cool as <laughs> shit, though. I mean, um, think about that. And I'll be like, you know, so, uh, yeah, I worked with Phil and Selma from Pantera. And they're like, Pantera? Oh, I, th- I think my dad listened to them. I'm not sure. I'm like, okay, well, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, the, it's like, no, I guarantee you, right. your dad listened <laughs> he to He probably him. did. Right, right. Your dad heard Pantera. Right. Everyone above... 25 right. knows Pantera That's... and knows Pantera is up here right. doing a high hand. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So it's yeah. And, and so that that is a, a a challenge that more recently I've uh run into, you know, just just sort of, you know, adapting to the to the constant change. I filled in with somebody who, you know, was writing more modern music. It was like hipster shit. This fucker's yeah. got yeah. Sample pads out. It's all just loops and Ableton and all this. I was playing fucking wood blocks for one of the tracks. <laughs> oh. And uh, just putting my bass through 10 different pedals and just, yeah. it was so. And I guess that what they're trying to do is, is make it as processed as possible on stage. I, I don't know exactly what they're going for, uh, but you I, probably have to put up with a lot of that shit. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and a lot of it is, uh, you know, like the younger kids will come in with a misconception of, okay, well, I want that analog warmth. The analog warmth. Uh, I'm sorry. And that's I'm a like, fucking buzzword that gets thrown around. And then they'll come in with like this, all these digital well, that's processing a, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, first off, we got to Then get you rid don't of like analog warmth. <laughs> right. You, you know, because it has. analog warmth. Then you don't know what vinyl actually right. sounds like. So, well, yeah. <laughs> so that, that I is. I get it. You have a vinyl collection. But, you know, you can't really say that or they'll run out the door and they definitely won't want to pay you $35, $40 an hour to record their EP. So. <laughs> Uh, I pretty much just try to educate them as much as I can on what I've learned and and 
Educate you know. and encourage. Yes. So exactly. let me let me ask you this: Do you still have any uh, connections with a lot of those, you know, more well-known bands, uh, the Evanescence, the Phil and Selmo projects? Yeah. I actually, yeah, I talk to Phil regularly. Um, well, actually, I say regularly. It's been about a year. I went and. That's pretty regular. You're in your 30s now. <laughs> yeah. A year passed. And you're like, Dude, yeah. I just talked to you like uh, fucking a year ago. Calm I know, down. I know. So, what were we talking about? So this about time again? last year, I was actually, oh yeah, I was in Las Vegas. We were doing this thing called Psycho Fest. Okay. And I ran some. That's normal. For his band down. He just said uh, psychology is a part of the process. So <laughs> right, right. You end up at conventions right. like Psycho so, Fest. No, he called me. He called me randomly. Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. He called me randomly and, and was like, hey, uh, so, uh, we're going to Vegas. You want to come run sound for us? I was like, yeah, sweet. And uh, he's like, it's a psycho fest. I was like, all right, cool. And then so I went out there and and they played. They headlined Friday night. It was at Hard Rock in Vegas, um, which was nice. a great venue for, you know, to add to the resume of venues yeah. that have absolutely. run sound. Absolutely. The Hard at, Rock you know. in Vegas. Absolutely. Um, so, it was, yeah, and it was fun. I mean, and, and uh, you know, I still work with Dave and, and his various projects. We just did the, uh, the latest 12 Stones record. We produced it together. And, nice. um, you know, so just kind of trying to really so, move so you, into this next You era. produced the new 12 Stones album. Right. And then you're on the 12 Stones album. Well, right. right. Are you just sort of? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. are you just so the touring guy? Basically, basically, I yeah. Like I, we co- I was playing with the band for let's see, two or three years, and we have a long history. I've worked with you know worked with them in the studio. I have mm-hmm. Paul and I, the singer, we've been in bands you know growing up, and we have a long friendship throughout the years. And um, eventually they got to a point where they needed a bass player, and they asked me. I knew all the songs, and we've you know played music together. So I went and played with them for a few years, and then it came time to do a record, and uh basically when you're in the band and asked to engineer the record it you're put in a kind of a tough spot you know right um, you just want to play up the bass it's a lot of work can't yeah. appreciate it's a lot that. of work it's a lot of work <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm sure just but, editing this stuff i mean you know like i mean sure you know, like they're at the bar having drinks and i'm stuck editing you know it's a big responsibility and and when we did that record uh you know we worked on it for i guess about 6 six months or so we started wow. last summer yeah um and the way it's kind of worked with dave and i we i started as you know going and getting coffee or whatever then worked my way up to you know sitting at the computer and doing the pro tools stuff sure. and then you know eventually we were you know we co-produced this record together <clears throat> which meant he was somewhere else and i was doing the record <laughs> so ah. that's still produced yes exactly. yes right you gotta so, pay your but dues. you know that's exactly right right and and i'm grateful for all of those opportunities i've had and uh so we did that and and i guess technically at that time i wasn't in the band there was some other stuff going on that you know you'd have to check out my facebook page to see but <laughs> there was like <laughs> other just you know the things tying so, up your resources um so yeah, and then and then eventually we our paths met again, and and we uh, started jamming again together. And and as of now, I'm playing with them. We uh, and the record is out. It's called Picture Perfect. It's on iTunes. Awesome. When, when was nice. the last time they released a record? Before this, it was 2012. Oh, it was an EP. Yeah. So yeah, this is the first one in a while, and it's it's really good. I'm I'm proud of it, and it's kind of like a full circle sort of thing because as a new critter, we we saw the early version of 12 stones form when we sure. were in high school sure. and you know and and then the evanescence thing happened with bring me to life and paul you know did won that. his grammy right and and so 
to come full circle and, and know those guys then and then have seen their career and then, you know, playing shows with them and then producing their record. And it, it's it's cool to see the whole thing kind of come yeah. full circle. And, and I'm grateful for the, the opportunities. For Definitely. Sure. And I, I would imagine that's got to be uh, a great lesson in don't burn bridges. Oh, Just because yeah. you never oh, know yeah. when the fuck, in, right. just in life, period. I mean, that's exactly. general. But I mean, exactly. would you ever have thought this group that you produced years ago right. was going to loop all the way back right. around and be like, hey, by the way, we need a bassist. <laughs> <laughs> right. and yoink, and there you exactly go. exactly and that actually leads into to the next question um which is there a project that you most felt proud of it was done and as you're sailing it off you went fuck yeah knocked it out of the gate just you know yeah really right well the one actually that, that yeah. comes to mind for, um, as far as that goes I, on facebook the other day I was, I was posting i made a post and and i was going through my dropbox which is where i export all the mixes that i do uh-huh. into my dropbox folder so that when I leave the studio, they're still available and it's on my phone and whatever. I sure. can send them if somebody mm-hmm. accidentally deletes it or whatever. I, it just kind of brought me back. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a you know a video, of like a short series of just songs that I've recorded over time. Sure. And this band, Soul Pursuit, came to mind. <clears throat> and I made a video of one of the songs that really, you know, was what I consider, a, you know, it was a great song. I, yeah. I was very proud of it. I wanted to go and, and somehow shine a light on these artists that... Only probably only I at this point have really heard of, yeah, because and and enjoyed and listened to multiple times. Um, because these are you know bands that you know as artists develop, they'll they'll, you know they're 19, 20, 21 coming through the studio, they've got a band, you know, it develops into more in their mid 20s, they get more serious about it, and then maybe that kind of fades off into their 30s. But I keep those records and I enjoy them. I, I uh, it still means a lot to me. Certainly, you know. And so, uh, Soul Pursuit was one of those records that really, I don't know, all the that elements came into play. Yeah, yeah nice. they, they all everything fell into place, and and uh, the sound sonically it was great. The songs were great. Uh, the musicianship was great, and um, it's available on iTunes and and uh, still to this day. Even though it was it was actually recorded in a double wide trailer. <laughs> Oh, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that place. Yeah. <laughs> Still, you know, blows a lot of people's minds when they hear it. They're like, man, there's a trailer. Like, well, and, hey, man, uh, you soundproof a room. Anything sounds yeah. good. Oh, I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean right? look at look at our blanket fort around here. <laughs> 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 what it comes down to really are great songs. You sure. Know, at the end of the day, no matter where we recorded it, a great song always shines through i guess you right know? and that's true with anything a, a great product is always gonna you know be able to uh rise to the top all right you know. flip side of the story uh, i was gonna go with something like you know nightmare project something you just couldn't fucking wait to be done with but i think mm. we'll make it a bit more entertaining okay. unless you have something you know in mind for that uh craziest thing to ever take place in the studio that like oh, wow. that a band ever break into an actual fisticuff brawl did you ever have a, a like pissed off defecation on any boards <laughs> in or on any of equipment did anyone by the way that that's in that's okay that's in the list of charges right. you know if you get shit on any of my knobs literal shit, <laughs> shit on my, don't do not do shit not on shit knob. on my knobs so much more money is involved <laughs> there's so ooh. many knobs because you should you can't just shit on one you shit on no. like 90 of them. That's like <laughs> hyper-precise shitting. I know you're not capable of that. What's funny is that every session kind of has its own rhythm. Like, you know, just like each band member, there's one in every band kind of thing. Like there's the guy that's the technology guy. And there's the guy mm-hmm. that's like the the ladies man. And there's the guy that's the, you know, the music nerd that knows everything about music. Like there's one. So every band is like an 18. Every band is, is each 
you know, its own entity. And, and they all think of themselves that way. And they all actually ask me, like, they're like, so same kind of questions, you know, like, they're like, well, so what was the worst band you ever recorded? And this one, it might be there. <laughs> <laughs> but like, ah, but it, what's funny that. is that they're, they're all individual and, and each one is, is. So there was never any kind of standout moment where you were just like, bro, I'm going to have to call the cops. <laughs> ah, man. <laughs> I wish there was because it would be really hilarious, but <laughs> I'm trying to think, um, not really like there's been, there's been issues with, um, you know, just creative differences and stuff sure, like that. Sure. But I, I like to, to really think of myself as, as, you know, I try to you mediate be through diplomatic those. through, sure. through the process yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and at least cut it off before it gets to <laughs> some crazy. Point. No, that's actually good. Um, I mean, I'm glad that you, you, it's probably much better for your own health that you don't right. have. <laughs> this list of stories right. of yeah, this if I had a dime for every time somebody threw a fucking stool through the window. <laughs> well, I mean, right. it, it may not even have been about him. I mean, because when you get a lot of creative people in a room, and they ask, oh, once yeah. money's involved, things get weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, you're right. You're right. You go, you see yeah. people like with very like, oh yeah, everything's fine. They're like, well. And you're like, well, that's going to take a little bit more recording time. And the one guy who is like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the guy keeping track of money is like, oh, we can't do that. And they're right. like, oh, come on. It's going to be worth a lot. We don't have the money. And then. Right. And that has happened. That, yeah, yeah. It, it does happen. And there are. That is. A, that's that. Do you just chime in is, in the booth? By the way, this fight in the booth is still billable. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. And I, I, early on. Taking up my time, bitches. Come on. Early on I did, I'm, I'm, I'm recording all of this. I had to learn. The knobs don't care if you get along. <laughs> <laughs> I had to clarify early on, like, okay, here's what we're doing. This is what it's going to cost. Sure. And, and, but, you know, in order to learn that, I had to learn the hard way. So there were experiences like that where, you know, a band would be staying at my house all summer and eating my food and, and drinking oh, my Christ. alcohol and, right. and all this oh, no. stuff. Bro, those are my lucky charms. Right. And then, you <laughs> know, off, it comes bro. time, like, it's like we're on month three and I'm like, oh, guys, you know, I need some uh, some food and stuff because I'm about to starve. And <laughs> they're like, well, you know, we didn't get paid from that last show. So, uh, you know, I guess so. I'm sorry, man. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I can't really mix this. <laughs> and, how, and how old are they? It varies, but. <laughs> you could tell them, well, you're about to learn a little thing about life. Get the hell out. Out. Right, <laughs> and well, it's it's and it's and that's a tough thing because when you are investing into these projects, time wise and yeah, you've, you know, you've emotionally got skin in that game, and fine, sure. yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's it's tough to to just throw them out, but it happens, you know, and I mean, and they and, need to learn. Yeah, it's true. Know? It's true. Honestly, and it doesn't happen often. There are a few instances that I can think of where it it I could have maybe you know done things a little differently, or, or no, I wish I mean, that it would have gone those. differently, yeah. but. You know, I learn. I try to learn from each one and make each experience, you know, sure. pleasant for everyone and and fair. But it's it's tough. It is tough because a lot of people they think that I'm just doing this for fun. <laughs> you know that I just yeah. I, uh, I well, have nothing better to do other than record your band yeah, for all you summer. Know. Well, right. And the other misconception, uh, I know you get this a lot because we've we've talked about it mm-hmm. a lot. Bands don't seem to realize, and if anyone's listening who is in music and has never recorded before, you've got some fucking homework to do. There are just some simple rules, like come in with fresh strings, have your instrument tuned, make sure it works, but more importantly than the basics like that, know your goddamn music. Right. That is the most important. They think that you're some kind of musical shaman who's just going to take these (laughs) half-written, unformed shit songs. Mm -hmm. And make them into something yeah. great, right. or they're just gonna, inspiration's going to hit, and they're going to write the rest of it right there in the studio. Exactly, and that your, is yeah. yeah, that is a very common misconception. Like they'll come in and be like, "Okay, well, uh, you know, I have this song, and it's amazing, 
uh, I just got to write the first verse, the second verse, the chorus, and the bridge. And I'm like, all right, well, so you really don't have anything. And they're like, whoa, whoa, this is this great riff. Listen. I'm like, okay, well, come back when it's written. <laughs> and and that's just something that I had to learn over time. I was too nice a lot of times. I or think just, everybody, when they first start, are, is yeah. too nice. It, it isn't until you're screwed over a few right. times do you start realizing. And then you become the bad guy, and you don't really want to be the bad guy. It's not that you're but, the bad guy. You're the realist. Uh, yeah, maybe and you're so. Like, and, and you can be real with a person be like look if you're not ready and you come into the studio whatever whenever you're in my studio think of it right you punch the time clock and i'm charging you so until you get your shit ready don't come to me because that's money that you're gonna lose to me (laughs) because by the way i'm a business i'm gonna give you a contract (laughs) right this is all gonna be on this we're gonna sign your name on this Right, and, and then I, you're gonna learn some hard shit about owning some yeah. people some and money. I th- and I oh, think that yeah. had a lot to do with you know a lot of the the recent you know decline, like we were talking about earlier, and, and people you know going to see live music is this sudden influx of just all these bands that thought, hey, I can do that, you know, like oh, I can do what they're doing, and but they don't want to put in the they don't put in the work and and you know the effort and the blood, sweat, and tears that these guys have put in that they're comparing themselves to, you know, sure, so sure. it just becomes this thing that they're just gonna try and do because they have the the tools at their disposal, you know, like GarageBand or something on their laptop that <laughs> suddenly makes it, you know, them a producer and now they have a band and so they just have a record. But um, it's more than that. Little side note, Dave actually uh, produced and recorded my band's first album, uh, Bullets and Numbers. I did the logo. Yeah, yeah. Matt credited the artwork for it. Oh, no, no, I take I that back. That I, I take that back. Mike did the artwork. Okay, I made it where it was able to be put on merchandise. Gotcha. So you vectorized it, or, 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 yeah, nice. Okay. Um, and we actually we started recording the second one in two thousand eight. It's been sitting <laughs> on the fucking back burner for almost a decade. Say, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. It's. I, I think about that too, and it's. I, I want to get a fucking tumor just thinking about that. But it really floored me when we were working on the first one. I, I don't even know if we were halfway finished, and uh, we were in that same double wide studio. Mm-hmm. You sat me in the the sweet spot of the room, and you said, "Check this out," and you put on a recording, and it was "Beat It" by Michael Jackson. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And uh, you know, did, do you hear that? And I was, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm listening to rhythm and chord right. progression and shit like that. and thinking, I'm, I'm hearing MJ. Yeah, this is one of his hits. <laughs> and then you started going into the type of compression they used on the right, snare right. and how, you know, this is slightly panned. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, I never listened to music like right. that. Right. It is such a trade off. It is. It's a trade off. You kind of go into it and, you know, you're thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to be just just be surrounded by music all the time but it's really it is it's a it ruins you yeah you, ru- you, you start it, to you, uh, you and you analyze and you destroy everything and then even something that's well liked you're like yeah right I, I would imagine it would be like a uh, contractor or a builder of some sort going into a you know a house and seeing like oh well that you know well i'm a graphic blah, designer blah, blah, blah. so i'm very or judgmental on fonts there yeah. you go so yeah, i'm exactly. like i'm like really exactly that's I'll, what I'll, you're gonna use right so i you know where i grew up listening to some you know records and and Sonically, it just didn't matter what it sounded like. Uh, suddenly, I'm thinking, "Oh wow, that snare drum is kind of, or you know, the right. mix is like but the you, vocals you all around." <laughs> exactly, you pop the hood on these things, yeah. and, and, start and lo- suddenly it's yeah, it's it's something that you just can't get out of your head. Sure. But at the same time, you're you're blessed with the opportunity to you know be creating music and and doing something that you love. So well, certainly, but that for me is what solidifies. Yeah. Like, all right, clearly this guy knows what he's doing because he <laughs> not only popped the hood on this tune, but also just gave me all these little right. like a play by play. 
that was you, put together. You ruined beat it for you. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm getting at. I can't listen to, thanks to you. <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of sound, we're going to do a little round the table to wrap things up. Oh. Um, favorite and least favorite sounds. Like, is something you love to hear the sound of or something that just irks the living shit out of you, whether it's, you know, like a misophonia thing, like you, you know, it makes your skin crawl or it's just something it, you know, Maybe it has a memory tie to it, something along those lines. Gotcha. Dan, you got anything? I will do the negative right off the bat. Fucking horse's neighing. <laughs> of <Horses>. course. <laughs> Fucking hear that? And like, a horse is a horse, of course, of just course. Just like goosebumps, fear, I need to run. Oh, God, why? Yeah, I so, mean, seriously. Like, like, hear the... Frau the, the <laughs> Oh, shit! You know that that just I didn't know you were such a back. naysayer. So yeah, that that noise right there just gives you a long face. Huh? Oh! Fuck you very much. I had a feeling you'd buck on this question. <laughs> Damn it! Oh man, is that the main sound that drives you nuts, or is that are there others? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> that's, right. that's, yeah. What that's about a good sound? What about a good sound? Uh, sound that you're just like ah. Right, this is pathetic. Is but... it like the cocktail intro? That, that is a really I mean, because if, if nothing sound. makes you feel more refreshed than that, I mean, I think of like clear, icy, effervescence liquids yeah. when, when, when I hear mm-hmm. it. Opening a bag of potato chips. Is the not that's, good one? No, that's the good. That's the good That's the good. Okay. Open that up. That, that, I don't know how uh, to describe it. That, what about when you get the bad tear and the chips go flying everywhere? That doesn't happen. I don't. You've up. never had a bad. That's bullshit, right there. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's had a bad tear, no matter how how safe you are. Sorry, <laughs> there's no bad tear when you got potato chips or whatever <laughs> popping out. So even if so, you even if they just cascade into your lap, you just I'm gonna have some chips. <laughs> <laughs> Should have washed these jeans at least once. <laughs> They're fucked. Oh well. Just what about watch. the Pringles pop? Oh, that's a good. So sound. I never had Pringles as a kid, so it doesn't really bother me or excite me or any way. Well, it shouldn't bother you at all. It's delicious. Potato chips. I've never noticed a pop from Pringles. There's just the sound of the foil shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. That sound. (laughs) That? Okay. You can get that off of a tennis ball lid, but that's okay. Yeah. Why do you think think tennis balls are so awesome? Because they had that same kind of popping thing. He didn't give a shit about tennis, but it was like, oh, let me open the tennis ball thing. And that's all I need. Drop the ball in the bag and run off. Princess. <laughs> Anything yeah. come to mind well, for you? Or immediately what comes to mind for me is my favorite sound. Okay, so I might get shit for this, but... Nah. Um, no, you won't. Okay. Really, like, Are you going to say the laughter of children? No, 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 no. But when I... I, like, I, I Both obviously I mix, I mix music. I'm, I'm constantly listening You're to You're always... Music. Yeah, sure. So when I... You know, when I leave the studio or the the venue or whatever, you know, that I've been doing, um, any kind of, you know, AM radio, talk radio type stuff. Uh Um, And more recently, what's, I guess, being referred to as brown noise, uh, it's a little more on the lower end of the the spectrum as Mm -hmm. white noise. So it's a little softer of a frequency. I'll be searching YouTube. It's like 10 hours of brown noise. Like (laughs) any kind of description of brown noise that'll last forever with a dark screen, I listen to for endless amounts like of time just to frequent. relax me yeah sure, and, just... and because of i guess i'm just bombarded with other frequencies this particular uh part of the the frequency you know spectrum just kind of wipes the slate for you yeah it see, does see and, i'm and confusing I, I... brown noise with the brown sound yeah, well, brown noise it's saying. actually it's not it here it's, it's, so it's, it's not the thing that makes you poop no 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 this is a guy's name I, I believe it was named after a guy brown i believe so i'll hit hit play like on white this. noise let's see what's okay. going oh, on here we go brown noise 
We'll see what happens. Because you write, oh, it's amazing! Girl. Love it. God, love it. Damn it! I, I see why I like it so much. All day. Here we go. Here Ready? Go. I write good, Grammarly. <sighs> this is the brown nose. Okay. All right. So it's very close to ocean sounds. Basically. Yeah. Right. right. I'm getting it's like a, it's it's the ocean. Same. I mean, all all so, way for Right, but and which leads me to my least favorite sound. Whale sounds. Something that interrupts. The brown noise oh, okay. while listening to brown noise because you get so caught up in in this constant shh that right. any slight interruption just will wake you up. Breaks the continuity. <laughs> wow, and it sucks. So you know that that I I think that would be my uh, my favorite no sound. I guess the ongoing uninterrupted brown noise. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Very okay. cool. And uh, and then my least favorite would be the interruption of just the breaking it. <laughs> so exactly what I did. Perfect. <laughs> right. <laughs> Interesting. So basically, I don't like Critter. <laughs> God damn it, Critter. Welcome to everybody. <laughs> uh, critter, anything come to mind for you? I, I You mentioned one a couple of episodes ago. Oh, the thing I don't like is styrofoam squeaking. Styrofoam squeaking. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When you Card or any, like, sliding mm. things across a sandy, like, dirty floor. Doesn't bother doesn't, me as oh, much oh. as... Well, okay, yeah, maybe a little bit, like but... Like a cardboard like, box? The styrofoam, uh, like, the old ones that kind of fleck apart, not the new yeah, kind yeah. of softer... Yeah. So, so, like, it was, I don't know, more plasticky. This mm-hmm. one was classic styrofoam. If you squeak them together from old boxes, you know, like... Right, pulling it out of a cardboard box or something. I was yeah. going to say, like, the, there's... It fucks with your cheek. Like, you get the new electronic device, and you slide it out of the box. It has the styrofoam caps on it. But yeah, but those aren't the same styrofoam as they used guy. to. They were, they were they're softer, more airy are we ta- All right, are you talking like old school old, ice chest kind yeah. of styrofoam? That yes. kind of styrofoam? Yes. Not but often. do you know what sounds I fucking love? Pretty much all the sound effects from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Okay. The proton pack charging, the, oh. the packs moving even a little bit. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. always made that kind of uh, metal clingy sound. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they fire the proton beam, the fucking water harp music that they played all the time. That's an, it's actually an interesting thing. I've always wondered what it takes to be the guy that chooses, you know, the 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 sound of the gun, you know, like all the, those, like, and what it sounds like before those sounds are added in, like, even like the punching, like a punch, you know, and stuff like, like the sound effect guy, you know, like that's yeah. gotta be. Well, a, there's, there's always those. Okay. So those sounds are all kind of similar across right. the board, but there's very unique sounds. Ghostbusters had a lot, the proton pack charging. And um, that was an original, like, I, maybe, never. maybe there was other sounds like it, but I, I, I'm hard pressed to f- right. think of anything else. Um, but another one is a lightsaber, you know, right, like yeah. it's a very unique sound when you right. play that, you're like, Oh, that's a fucking lightsaber. Mm. Is it something else? Probably. But yeah. what? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, those are, those are sounds that bring up nostalgia and mm-hmm. like an enjoyable time in my childhood that I'm like, right. ah, I, I dug that. And you know, the time you you showed me the water harp blew my fucking mind. Oh, really? I like, Remember, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "It's a Ghostbusters." <laughs> yeah. Kim, uh, what about you? What's your likes and dislikes of sounds? Well, it's funny since we've been doing this. Uh, it's funny you mentioned. Do not say my voice. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> See, there it is again. Don't you just? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gilbert Godfrey fucking French. <laughs> But let's see. As far as sounds go, I, I'm intrigued by sounds that I know don't exist in real life that only get made for movies. Right. Like, for example... T-Rex roar. 
that was took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> or the lightsaber, like you mentioned. Earlier, like <laughs> oh, the lightsaber. Um, I actually, I think the T Rex roar was two tor- tortoises having sex. That was the sound they were making. <laughs> That's probably that tortoises sound awesome when they fuck. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> a lion's roar. <laughs> Bending metal. Yeah, there was a whole. There was yeah. twenty layers. Yeah, of that but shit. I, I think the basis of it was tortoise sex. <laughs> tortoise fucking. Here we go. Uh, punching. You mentioned punches earlier. Punches and mm-hmm. kicks. Yeah. Those oh, yeah. sounds don't exist in real life. Right. It's I'll, more like the, it's just the sound of you hurting your fist. Yeah. You right. just kind of hear this <laughs> muted. It's like ants. Eh, like, doesn't even make that much noise. Right. Like motherfucker. Right. You hit right. Me nobody's sub. Nobody's subwoofer is <laughs> responding to anybody's punch. Like, exactly. You don't get this perfect. <laughs> it's just, not an Indiana Jones punch. <laughs> right. Oh man, that's harsh. Right. Um, but no, there's a sound you mentioned, Gritums. Uh. The sound in movies of cigarettes burning. Mm-hmm. Good sound. Yeah, just that yeah. paper crisp kind of. Uh, yeah. There's one I really like. It's you hear it a lot if there's ever. But a that's close... a real sound. I've I've heard that sound. Oh yeah, yeah. It just sounds better when it's yeah mic'd up, smoking right. right next to a mic. Right. Yeah, right. Um, it's the sound of you hear it a lot if you ever see a close up of something like sand falling or something like that. But it's it's it's. I don't know if it's broken up chalk or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a weird reference, but it's the intro to the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> he mentions Sugar. spice. Yeah, when he adds the spice, it almost sounds like pieces of chalk or something like that. But it's, so it sounds like stone or or gravel or something like that. But the pieces falling have a resonance to them. Okay. It's it's, right. it's difficult to describe. Mm-hmm. It's like That's a hollow a, resonance. Kind of a hollow resonance. Like they these aren't solid pieces. They have some air in them, like right. chalk or or. Uh, maybe small pieces of concrete or something. Um, uh, as far as annoying sounds, I, I've announced this multiple times, and it's odd that we're in this line of work that this irks me, but fucking mouth noises. If you, what the fuck? <laughs> Everyone does... <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Ken, I didn't do it. You it's, okay. Didn't. it's okay. It's all good, buddy. <laughs> Just giving you something to edit out. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> But um, you hear it a lot, especially on NPR. It's oh, like it's like God, they all have yeah. shotgun mics that are just directed right into the back of their mouth. I know. Oh, and everyone has wet mouth on mm-hmm. NPR. They all oh. super moist. Just I was I, I was that if I worked shit. If I, <laughs> <laughs> juicy moist daddy. <laughs> I was that if I worked at NPR, the first thing that would happen in the morning there'd just be a giant bowl of cornstarch. Everyone put a fistful of this in your fucking gob. I was saying cotton or something. <laughs> That's right. Before you step before you set foot in your right. show. Right. You dry that shit out. I don't care what it takes. <laughs> What's in my mouth? Cornstarch. <laughs> I, um, like, I feel like it's not super hard not to just be on that mic doing that. No, just. I think it's because they talk so well. It is because they talk, yeah. It's yeah. Because they, they have golf announcer volume. You've, have you ever heard an NPR host flip out about anything? Right. No. It's like, oh, it appears the building is on fire, and oh, a little bit has gotten on my desk. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> humanity. Well, it's encroaching on my uh, chest now. Um, just so you know, I enjoyed... I'm, I'm in an exorbitant amount of pain. This is it's drying out my wet mouth. It's and that close. Support for NPR is brought to us by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who will probably be paying for the fire repairs. <laughs> it's pledge week. You know what? <laughs> You're right, though. That is kind of, a, kind of an annoying sound. Yeah. Oh, very. That and... I don't know why it annoys me as much as it does, but the sound of it, it's supposed to be the most appetizing sound on earth. I get it. 
but it, and for whatever reason, it irks me. The sound of a beer getting cracked open and poured into the glass. You, you mean the start of every one of our shows? <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's different. No, that's the crack. Because that's it's straight not the pour. That's straight liquid. That doesn't yeah. foam up. There's something about the sound of a, of a beer being poured into a glass. That bothers you. Yeah. Yeah, that is Because it's trickled, and then it immediately gets muffled by... I like that the, sound. I know. Most people... That's why it's used in every beer ad. Yeah. Right. But right. something about... It doesn't irk me to the point where I have to change stations, but something... Right. I'm just... Yeah, that kind of gets me. Yeah. Or... Something else on NPR. Yeah, you can tell I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. you know. Every fucking time they're telling a story, at some point, at some point in the fucking story, there's going to be a clip of people walking. Yeah. So it's going to be footsteps in grass, footsteps in gravel, footsteps upstairs. Right, You'll right. hear two or three seconds of it. We walk to an old barn. I don't need to hear you walking to the fucking old barn. <laughs> I know what the fuck it sounds like, you piece and of it's shit. Just, it's assumed. Yeah, right. But uh, I don't know. Something about that. Maybe that's just because they do that. It's not the sound itself that does it. Right. All right. Well, I guess uh, I think we've about explored this as thoroughly as we can. Huh? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Awesome. So we'll, uh, we'll do one more last little round of housekeeping, and then we will sign off. <clears throat> this, by the way, has been episode... 99 <gasps> semester oh we're gonna have to make some plans for 100 because i think we need to come out on a, on a different day or something no we're gonna get we're gonna fucking there's already something that you all don't know about rip shit oh god damn it <laughs> fucking dan you gotta be kidding me that's what i hate the sound is fucking dan telling us he got us something more and i feel so well no i don't feel obligated anymore never mind i like the sound <laughs> I getting stuff. I take it back. <laughs> just wait. Just Early wait. on, I thought I would have to reciprocate this gift giving. I'm like, I'm I'm too far in the hole. Fuck it. It's someone shitting on my counters. It's at this point, whatever. <laughs> just shit everywhere. I'm no. gonna say it's a team effort, and that's all I'm gonna put on there. Yeah, enjoy that. <sighs> Think about it. A commemorative cheese and onion basket. Oh, so I do like cheese. Some... <laughs> it's a plate of cheese and onion sandwiches. Fuck you. Episode ninety nine, semester ten. Swearing on behalf. Of the Wildlife Conservation Network. Check those guys out, wildnet.org. You can hear this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play. Get in touch through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the website, wympodcast.com. Email us, podcastwym at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, 985-265-7726. Mail stuff, P.O. Box 5896, Slidell, Louisiana, 70469. And uh, thanks again, Dave Troy, for sitting oh, in with us. Thank you all for having me. Uh, the album is Picture Perfect. The band is 12 Stones. That is available on iTunes. The studio is Balance Productions. Right. And uh, do you have, where can people find out about more info about you or about 12 uh, Stones? On Facebook, um, they can find me on there, David Troya. And that'll bring you to the links to Balance Productions and awesome. 12 Stones and all that other stuff. Or 12 Stones on Facebook as well. So Very cool. Any that, Very cool. Any of that stuff. Yeah, and the show is Saturday, September 30th. And that's at the Rock and Blues in historic downtown Covington. That's it. Fantastic. Right, so cool. definitely thank check for that having out. Me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So until the Zeppelin swings around next week for the big fucking C-100. Oh. <laughs> This is Ken Petrie for Dan Kirk. Fuck yeah. Critter Spears. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dave Troya. I'm still really bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> so are we. Swearing is caring, so watch your mouth.
No, I'm not saying that I don't believe you. I'm just saying I've never. It heard. Sounds like you don't fucking believe me, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I hear doubt in your voice. You fuck. You buy a piece of land. You know, you can even break that down. It's like, well, you buying the dirt. How far down underneath is it going? Because then there's. I, I say all the way rights. down. I know all right. the way down to the core. No I own earth. that nickel. Down to bedrock. <laughs> I own that fucking nickel from the core. All that lava, that's mine, That's bitch. my fucking magma. That's my fucking magma. <laughs> like you're setting up apartment complex two miles beneath my house. You're trespassing, motherfucker. Exactly. Hey, you fucking <laughs> bastards, get out of my property. I own all this. You know what? I even get wrong change sometimes. Sometimes it's more. And guess what? I give it back. Yeah. This kind Big. of person I am. Sure. I mean, I'm going to call you a prick sometimes, but I mean, not to that person, but I mean, <laughs> I mean hey, you ignorant fuck. You gave me 10 extra cents. <laughs> hey, you dumb shit. I mean, I'm, I don't want you to get in trouble because you're a fucking idiot, but here you go. <laughs> fucking Yellowstone National oh, Park Yellowstone. is yeah, a exactly. fucking super volcano. Yeah. Oh, fun. Uh, There's going to be some old man very pissed that his lava is getting sprayed all over. That's my lava. That's my fucking lava. <laughs> God damn it. Everything it touches Quit is now stealing mine. my magma. That's... <laughs> I locked it where it was. So yeah. technically, that's his. That would be his his content. So he'd be like a like a cat or a dog just pissing on stuff, and now he owns it with the magma. That's yeah. now his it's land. Like I touched it. Yeah, right. <laughs> My magma touched it. It's mine. It's no, mine. But th that goes into what he. You know, does he own the magma once it leaves his area oh. and starts spraying out? Because now it's lava. It's yeah. technically different. Okay. Does he own the lava once it leaves his area? Lawyers. God damn it. Lawyered. We're going to have to have some environmental lawyers on lava, that. Lava lawyers. Lava lawyers. <laughs> You're not going to see those on daytime ads. Is your neighbor's lava creeping over onto your property? <laughs> Don't settle. Call me Troy Mitchell, the lava lawyer. <laughs> they call me the volcano. It's not a very creative name, but just work with me. We'll have them crack a toa in court. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go to Mount St. Hell in a handbasket. Damn it. Don't, don't get greased. We'll make them Pompeii. God damn it. Do we know any more volcano names? No. Has there ever been a quiz show that berated their contestants for being dorks? Weakest Link kind of like berated them for not getting something right? No. I'm thinking the other way. You get berated for being right all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought there was something on the man show they did like that way back in the day. What are you, a dork? That could be. There it is. What are you a dork? What are you a dork? And every time you get it right, dork! <laughs> but then they also parade you and get it wrong. <laughs> Fucking dork. So you, you never dumb fuck. <laughs> exactly. So there's no self-esteem involved in this show whatsoever. If the questions don't get you, the emotional abuse will. Everyone's a loser here. Everyone loses. <laughs> just have the host. Of it. Let's meet the fucking dorks. Honestly, just being a good guy to kids. And that alone, I'm like, whatever you say about how mean Gordon Ramsay is, I'll be like, yeah, I like him. Good dude. That aside, I would love to see him just tear into some kid for <laughs> fucking up a peanut butter and jelly. Or I'm, just, I'm sure. I'm sure at some point he wanted to. It's like, right. I, seriously, should I do this? Is this like, gonna play well? You know what I don't like? Flaming Cheetos. <gasps> Flaming hot. You're hurting my soul right now. They fucking suck. <laughs> really? They're terrible. What? I, I, there it is. I said it. I hate them. Go fuck yourself. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say the next time you're in front of a bunch of kids and tell them to work with Phil Anselmo and they give you that face like, who? You'd be like, allow me. <laughs> Any more fucking questions? <laughs> Noted. That'll probably, yeah, right. Just, just that right there. That ought to do it. 
was really crazy was hiding Pantera CDs from my mom growing up. You know, yeah, like, because uh, they're yeah. like, devils. And then, <laughs> right. And then later on, I'll, I'll, I would go visit my parents and, and my mom's like, oh, I'm talking to Phil. Yeah. Like, because I, you know, I lived with him for six months or so. And so, like, he became like, you know, this like household, you know, a, fr- a family friend, you know, a friend of the family. I remember when I right. hated and, your music. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I thought so my weird. son had problems. Right. It was so funny. You know, I'm like, I haven't even talked to him. And I walk in, my mom's, you know, talking to Phil. So know. what does Phil say? Oh, the <laughs> usual. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so hey, mom, was... what's right? I'm on the phone with Phil. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You don't say... Oh. <laughs> Guess who made the wrong fucking order? I'm like, oh, fuck it. Fucking right. beat everybody the, the, out. I mean, I'm fucking miserable. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Piano whole notes and shit. Just standing and staring at a fucking headstone. I just thought that'd be yeah. fun as shit. Well, fuck. Do I have to pay like 50 fucking right. people? Fucking lawyer. He wrote fuck off to that lady. <laughs> fuck. I'd fucking afford... lava gophers, am I right? Sons <laughs> of bitches. Goddamn oil tycoon. You're fucking horrible. It so it's fun. a real shit show over there. What the fuck, man? Cadillacs with fucking bullhorns took to it like a fucking fish to water. And then you fucking don't get anything. I'm being bled dry by you fucking <laughs> Animals. Fuck that. I'm fucking everything bucket. Shit bird. That's one of those bullshit things. Think about if they were to quiz you on shit like that. When are we ever going to need this shit? Quiz bullshit. Not a single fucking contestant knew this shit. Type of show where you have to know shit. All of that shit. They're going to fuck up his world because it's fucking hell. Peanut butter and fucking jelly sandwich. This ratio is fucked. Get the fuck out. He makes out. it so dehydrated from crying and pissing and shitting. Who gives Ooh. a fuck? We're talking about Triscuit crackers. <laughs> Slap me in the face like fuck you. Fucking multi-billion dollar corporation. <laughs> fucking fancy lunchable. They should garnish shit with that. <laughs> Grandma gave you shortbread cookies. You're like, what the fuck are these? So I was eating them out of a fucking box. Plastic bullshit. No one's going out of their way to fucking buy them. Get the fuck out of here. I don't yeah. believe that shit. Yeah. You ever hear this shit? Bullshit. You fuck me, bro. You mm. fucking raw dog me. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Those are still fucking Cheetos. That's all that candy is fucking worth is a dollar. And I fucking love goobers. Just like, okay, I'm fucking over trying to chew these things. Right. Mounds of the shit. Million dollar <laughs> pyramid of fucking doors. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Piece of shit. Fuck off. Someone's in the middle of making a really valid point. You just cut in. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh, so, <laughs> this fucking shit. <laughs> but, uh, this show is so fucking classy. I love it. Shut the fuck up. Thank you, Dan, for not fucking with me. Fuck you. Words and shit. Without spit, without that. Fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Take a look at this fucking geek. Yeah, fuck y'all. And it just dawned on me. What the fuck is the matter with me? I don't fucking know. Fucking spicy. I'd go fucking ape shit. Get that shit knocked out of him. Uh, I don't kick your dick in. Go ahead and sneeze, you fuck. Cock. God damn it. <laughs> fucking. It fucking fried me. All right. The, uh. So fucking fuck. Hormones and B.O. Fucking deal with it. <laughs> Probably some other weird shit. No, fuck you and fuck your ideas. That's all your little weird shit. They're so good that you eat the whole fucking bag.